This episode of the Boz and Bovril podcast was originally broadcast on the Celtic Rumours TV YouTube channel. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome to episode 38 of Celtic Rules TV, the Balls and Bobble podcast, with your hosts Mark and myself, Paul. This show is sponsored by Manscaped. Don't let the drips. One off your bits this summer. Why not trim your bits while listening to us two tits on the Balls and Bobble podcast, sponsored by Manscaped Grooming. Proud sponsor of Celtic Grooming's TV, where the big boys hang out. They have forever changed the grooming game for performance package 3.0 head to toe. This is the ultimate hygiene bundle for men. Their performance package 3.0 comes with a lawnmower 3.0, weed whacker, and formulations to round off your grooming routine. Bring your boys back to life and in the game for 90 minutes. You've probably heard of 3.0 Acker, the best balls trimmer ever created. This is the best trimmer on the market for those in need of a shaved shave for your testes. The third generation trimmer features cut net ceramic plate to reduce blooming accidents, tax and advanced skinscape technology pioneered by Manscaped. There's even a LED light so that you can see everything you're doing out there. Also includes the weed rack airs nose trimmer which is waterproof uses 9000 RM motor powered by 33 degrees water dual brake system. This nose and air trimmer provides skin safe technology which helps red nicks, snacks and tugs in those delicate holes. Look for a stem tonight's partners hold admitted that long road hairs is a major turn off. Why not use the best fold hair to do the job? And I don't forget about the liquid formulation to round off the grooming gain in performance package. Their crop cleanser body wash to keep your hair and skin clean, healthy and fresh. You'll also find Manscaped's crop preserver ball deodorant, anti-chaffing ball deodorant, moisturizer. You'll also find clubs of ball toner, a testy toner that's designed to give you an extra boost when you need us to get the job done on the pitch. Look as clean as all when groomed of all 10 greats, David Beckham. Get 20% off plus free shipping with our code, Celtic Rules TV at manscaped.com. Choose Manscaped. Your balls will thank you for it. Your wife will thank you for it. Manscaped. Clothes sponsored of Celtic Rules TV where the big boys hang out. Tonight, we'll have a look at the latest gospel rumours around Celtic. We'll review uh, the first leg of Celtic's Champions League qualifier against Michelin from last Thursday. Is there a difference on the and? And what positives we can take from the Michelin game? Carl Stelfried and Koya Kohachi uh, are now Celtic players, so which positions need to be strengthened as soon as possible? What has and got to do in the pre-season friend against West Ham to prepare us for the second leg against Michelin. Um, we also will have a, a, a preview chat about the second leg against Michelin. And of course, anything else, lads, that you want to stay on the live chat, please let us know. 
Tonight, John, uh, you nice down from Forum, uh, or Forum is CelticRumors.co.uk. is a chat that we have where all Celtic supporters discuss and have their own opinions about Celtic. Firstly, Mark will do a few shout-outs. Thanks very much, Paul. Yeah. A link to the Manscaped site, that's in the description box of the video. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, just some beautiful shout-outs to the lads. Uh, Malika, he's going to see his family. The Ireland now, Marcus? I don't know if he's travelling now, but I think it's. I think he said mm-hmm. it's week his brother's coming yeah. over, and then his kids okay. are coming over a week after. That's brilliant news. I mean... Mm-hmm. He lost his wife, he was stuck in Spain himself for over a year there, man. I oh, can't even imagine how that felt from him. I mean, I'm really delighted. Okay. Hey, young Ben. Hey, Tim Aloy, he must be getting better for COVID. Have you seen his tips for his horses today? Mm-hmm. Back to Tim. Ones are basically, I mean, they're going to end up my Big Macs. So that's Tim getting back to usual. Hey, ROH gets treatment and started back again on Monday. Hopefully there's no reaction at this time and Richard can keep on getting this fight that he's got in front of him. Uh, Mikey still hobbling about in crutches. Uh, I messaged him earlier but I've not heard back from him so maybe he's out for the good bit. If he's went to work he might still be at work but get well soon Mikey and take it easy in that leg. I've got 448 subs now Paul which is, wow. uh, do you know what I mean? Never, before, never thought we'd get near these kind of numbers but we're always trying to get subscribers, so remember and hit the subscribe button, hit the like button, and share that with those lads. Yeah. That's it, Paul. Hail, hail. Celtic Carlson Lumos. Crystal Palace are the latest English Premier League uh, team to be linked with Celtic for Uswada Edward. Previously, Leicester, Brighton, and Arsenal have also been linked with the, the Celtic forward. Celtic have made an inquiry to Derby for 20 year uh, right back Nation Bond. Born, who is a right back but can also play on the left hugely and can also play on both sides of the midfield area as well. Celtic have been linked to Itakora has stated that, that he is, it would be a dream come true to link up with Celtic. It's being reported that Ange is interested in the Japanese centre back who is contracted to Manchester City but, but had two successful seasons in Belgium club uh, Brujan on previous podcasts Celtic Rooms TV Mark and myself have also leaked Celtic to this player Floyd Radio uh, are being linked to uh, have reported Celtic to UEFA about feeling alleged player against Meatland on Tuesday only to be told that Abida was legible and that it was an error by on UEFA website was the reason why the player was not listed on the Celtic squad list. Humiliated Clydebank have refused to comment about this and are refusing to say if they actually contacted UEFA. Celtic are rumoured to be still in talks with Tottenham for 23-year-old centre-back Cameron Carter, Carter Vickers. Former England and Premier League goalkeeper Paul Robson has said Celtic needs to sign a keeper for the new season and that Celtic will keep conceding goals with their current two keepers, Barkas and Bain, next season. That's it from the Gospel Rumours this night. So, Mark, we'll bring our first guest on. Our first guest tonight is United Ireland. Uh, this is John uh, from uh, uh, the. Sorry. 
our first guest tonight is Johnny Knight on from our form, which is CelticRumors.co.uk, with loads of Celtic fans discuss things, Celtic, and they'll have their own concerns, so if you wish to check it out, it's CelticRumors.co.uk. Mark, I suppose there when you're getting on to, to, to get and um, I, I saw on the form that Celtic will lead to that this uh, Manchester City player and you said that's going to be very expensive to, for Celtic to, to, to bring him in. Was it Eastern Kakatora? It would be very expensive for Celtic to bring him in. Well, first off, nothing will be decided after he's back for the Olympics, but, but to be that Man City are looking for a quite, I couldn't give you a figure, but it's going to be quite a high loan fee and a big percentage of wages. He's getting paid, sir. So. For me, it's a kind of wait and see. But hopefully, I mean, the player is to the way. He's kind of, you know, he's open to a moving link up with Ange, I think. And, again, our connection with City. I think we've, we've got a chance, you know what I mean? I wouldn't write, I wouldn't like, write his off for it, just even like, over the money side of things. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I suppose they'd be looking for close, I, 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 was, I was reading Stanley close to 6-8 million that they'd be looking for a long fee mark. So, I never seen any actual. Yeah, that's 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 what I was. Five. No, I, I was reading. It's going to be a hefty loan fee. Like it'd be like a Shane Duffy. I if we're going to be paying that money, Marco. No, then he'd be better off buying the player. Uh, you know what I mean? No way in the world Celtic will pay that kind of money for a loan signing, unless it was made some kind of wait to buy him. If I mean, but they're supposed to his contracts up next year, and then some people are saying he's. There's another year's option on it. I mean, unless it was going to be some kind of deal, you're not going to pay you eight million pound and as a loan fee, Paul, for a player that's going to be no. free, a free transfer next year. Exactly, exactly. No, you can't leave all the papers out of Mark, but that's that, that's that's a sign, Mark. In my opinion, like, I, I mean, I mean, stories. See if you just look at them with a bit of common sense, you'll see how how preposterous they actually are. Do you know what I mean? All these clickbait sites and that. And you would, you would, Mark sent me a, a message today about um, Christoph Oyer. He's finally free. Mark came in as a seventeen point five million pounds between the add-ons. That's like that's a lot of money, Mark. That's a for that's a, for for player. But you know what? It's about time, Mark. That Celtic got that for player in, in in his last year because it's it you wouldn't. You won't see that down the down down the Premier League, a player leaving for pittance in the last year of his contract, you know what I mean? You know, you, you wouldn't see it, Mark. No. You know, like the voice of Celtic sell their 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 top players on the cheap, like, you know? But I'll, you'll probably find that a lot of the add ons and that'll be like if they stay in the Premier League next year, Brentford managed to stay in the mm-hmm. Premier League. I think I'd, I'd, I think it'll be a right right struggle for them right enough, but at least we'll still go to thirteen and a half million for him. Anything above, which is brilliant, but anything above that really is a bonus. But I'd say mm-hmm. reported about any sell on fee with him or no? That's what no, to... I didn't I didn't see a sell on fee either and Maybe I'm also say Brentford have just said no, we're no we're not giving you this kind of money because I mean that's I mean even Brentford that is a lot of money, Paul. I know they're mm-hmm. big riches of the Premier League but for a wee club like that, they will look really, really high winning costs for mm-hmm. levels. When I, when I was looking, when I was doing the, the gossip, I was looking at um, Crystal Palace were linking up with 
they were all leaders as well, kind of at the start of transfer. But when I was looking into it, uh, Bryson are uh, uh, considering offering twenty million for Edward. Uh, you know, that's what they're looking at. Mark. That's that's along the the, the mark. I think that it's going to be set for Edward twenty million. It was the same way. I yeah, was like. I mean, the papers said him away to Newcastle. He's practically signed for Newcastle for eight million. And I said that was, and nobody disagreed with me. Folks said that it was worth it. Just he's in the last year of his contract, blah blah blah. But no, Celtic were never going to accept that kind of money. Like that's good. Uh, that's good business. Like if, if if it goes back two players, thirty-five million pounds for two players in the last year of their contract. Like, I mean, that's phenomenal business for Celtic. Like, in this. Brilliant pieces of work. And then you you look at what they do with them, of course, this. Exactly. Do you know what? Fair dues, Edward's Edward's £9 million. But what was it? 450 or 650? 450, yeah. That was a gift. That's not even even £10 million. We've spent in the players and we're getting £30 million back in them. And in Scotland, Paul, know what I mean? Exactly, and I was looking when he when he first joined us. Like there wasn't a pick on him. He was a scrawny little lad when he when he when he first came to Celtic, and then they they built him up in his strength and conditioning, and uh, he sang great players. A big beanpole. Yeah, came in, wasn't he? Yeah, he was a big. But he sang great prayers, Mark, for for John Kennedy, and 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 I saw like people were saying like I don't know people why uh, people were saying why does John Kennedy always guess. Uh, a bad uh, dose of, of Celtic fans and things when former players and former coaches are coming up praising him. But criticising Kennedy took the fact that when he was in town manager, he gave himself no favours, man. That's why we're getting criticised. That's why people are crit- That's why we're criticising him, man. Well, that's, that's what my, really, I said, I said it on the forum today as well. Mm-hmm. Is my only real criticism here. Because mm-hmm. nobody has ever come out and said really a bad word about him, anybody that no. him. And he said no. it. Roger, Rogers wanted to take him to Leicester, he wanted he was he was off from making him director of football at Celtic and things like that. Yeah. Again that's all I hold against him is that he didn't try and shake things up a bit when he came in. Exactly. People used to blame him because of our rubbish at set pieces because he played as a centre back. Is it? Yeah. And then people used to say it was a defensive coach and things like that, but I've said it before, all coaches are doing is what the managers look for them. Yeah, that was the same with, um, when Arsene Wagner was at uh, Arsenal and um, he brought in Steve Bold as uh, his assistant and Arsenal was still conceding goals and, and I read like, a lot of the Arsenal fans were saying like that, like, why isn't Steve Bold sorting this out? Like, but he, he's assistant manager, Mark, he's not a defensive manager. And it's like, there's no defensive manager, Mark. And we asked Barry about that, and Barry was saying as well that there's not. Like, it's not American football when you have these different coaches for different areas. You know what I mean? You have, you know? well, so look, Goalkeeping coach. Uh, yeah, that's funny, about it. But look at, uh, who is it doing in England? They brought in, was it, wasn't it Liverpool, was it? They brought in sort of a, a throw-in coach. Do you know what mm-hmm. I mean? So I can't even mind if it was at Liverpool that brought in somebody to coach the throw-ins. Jeez. 
That's all you make in Denmark. Aye, but for me, the only position, I'm not, I agree with you. But it's didn't help, it didn't help, what's his name, Carrius in the Champions League fight when he was showing up the ball to this. <laughs> it didn't help Carrius when he was showing up the ball in the Champions League final against Real Madrid. That's uh, John is with us now. John, John has joined us. Uh, John was just having a quick spicy pizza before he he came on the air. Did you enjoy that, John? Did you? It's a bit of a bad move. Bagged it up a wee bit. I still waited to after in this. Spicy chicken on a Friday. Aye, a wee treat Friday. Let's just get a wee chicken on a Friday. Fish on a Friday. Come on, John. Aye. I met John on Sunday at the charity match, man. Brilliant man. Crack wee guy you was to. Seen him same type of people we could tell right away that we were going to go on, do you know what I mean? Ah, oh, it's nice to meet you, Martin. Talk to you in person, isn't it? But in we Indiana. Martin, Martin, oh, okay. <laughs> I'm, on, uh, I'm on breadcrumbs in France and gone to Poland. <laughs> <laughs> I'm wasting away. I'm wasting away. <laughs> I, I thought we stopped off and look, myself and, and Mark had a chat uh, the other day about uh, the Michelin game and uh, I think it's fair to say that, John, it was down again to individual errors that, that cost us that game again. Aye, definitely. Before uh, Barkley said that, however, I was kind of just thinking maybe uh, it'll be a new player on the range and stuff, but it just definitely done that. I just had that fear again, like we need to go for an occupier. Uh, we can't get into the season with him, but overall, I was happy with the performance. And now I'm kinda, I've got that, that buzz again. I just kind of want to see every game now. I want the next game to be straight away. Whereas last season I was dreading every game. It was just what's going to happen this week. But I'm just pleasant to see every game now and I can't wait to watch a game tomorrow as well. Mm-hmm. Mark, there were some positives like that that we can take for the game. We don't want to go too too negative. Like We know the result. We know what we have to do uh, next week. Like I had my rant on Tuesday night. Not always I have a rant, but we, we, we take them as they come. But there's great positives, Mark. Apart from really, apart from... I said it after the game, Paul. Apart from beat on being stupid, the back has made that total boy blunder. We'd have won, we'd have won that game with at least two or three goals, I think. Mm-hmm. And it was the sending off was a turning point. Exactly, we took off our tread, didn't we? We took off Abadar, that was he, he was our main tread, wasn't he? Like, he was great, like, great player. As well, taking him off was not giving us as much threat up front. But it won nothing up with 10 men, well, with 10 men. Even at that, I was quite confident it's just getting away with the one nothing. Yeah, and exactly. And if Barkas were getting that away, we would have ran out at least the one nothing winners. It was just a, and one, a total idiot and one guy being a pure... Looking back now, and I, I know our emotions were high back then after we saw it. Like, like was it a mistake or... Did he misjudge the ball, Mark? Because I was I was listening to, to to some keepers and and they were saying it's hard to judge that because the ball is coming in at so speed and it's coming in as a cross, but it kind of reflects way then into, into the ball. But I was looking at like he brought his hands down, Mark. His hands didn't go above his head to even to go to that ball. Yeah. George, you know what I mean? George, my nephew would have saved that, wouldn't he? Ah, he was a good big player. Uh, but he off a good. I put off a good, good shoe save, so he did. I uh, definitely good between the sticks. And I don't think you can make any excuses for that for Barkas. I really don't. Like that's the main. I think that's the main 
the governor for me about that game is because it's so it's not even the season started yet and and it's the first competitive game and Barkas is continuing the way he was Mark last season and, and as well John like we can't go into a season again conceding those type of goals like that that you expect your keeper to save and and I was I was watching Paul Robinson uh, being interviewed in, on Sky Sports and, and he even said it and he young I I actually think he's actually a Celtic fan because he's always talking about Celtic and, and he's he's always positive Mark he's always he never he's not like Chris Boyd or Charlie Nicholas he always gives a good opinion about Celtic you know Paul Robinson Aye. but he was saying that next season. Celtic will keep conceding goals if we have Bain and if we have Barkas and goal. He said, we can't it. doesn't matter who we have in front of us. If there's a shot and goal, Mark. And it's the same with Bain, Mark. When, when, when the shot goes above Bain's head, as well, Mark, ahead, like, let me, we saw it last season, it goes into the goal as well. Do you know what I mean? Like, I, I said to you, I said before the game, Paul, we need to watch you know, set pieces in and about the box. Yeah. Hey, yeah. But I was meaning because of who we had in the defence. I wasn't expecting the keeper to get beat with a free kick like that, you know. I was yeah. expecting me a kind of set piece to get his trouble. They're just getting excuses for that. And I keep saying it, but we think there's a keeper in Barkas, but I think we need to get an upgrade on Bain. Exactly, Mark. I'll put, put that pressure on Barkas. Aye, if Barkas makes another couple of mistakes, we've got somebody better than Bain to to come in because I've played a hundred times for me Baines went back the way he came to Celtic exactly and I suppose when, when you look at the passing like how how fast and like how crisp the passing was Mark like the players only spent about two touches on the ball Mark didn't they? Like, there was no like tapping around passing the ball back so everything was flunked do you know what I mean guys, that was one of the positives eh? you could see it's, even in such space, short a space of time for big hands came in, you can already see that things are, are a bit a bit better. They're not perfect, they're still far from perfect. But the players mm-hmm. are moving a lot around a lot better. You can tell they look a lot fitter and the balls move they're moving the ball about a lot quicker. But it will take time to go I mean, but you can see there is progression already in the space of what's that three weeks, a month or whatever he's been here. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's what I I got down there as well, John. I thought we looked at for our first competitive game. Like we looked at a a, a real fitter team than um, than than last season, didn't we? You know, the, the, just the speed of us and the speed of our passing was just was was next to none. No, hundred percent. Our organisation was a lot better. The energy, you see, the speed, and uh, like say, Sorrow as well. As soon as he was getting the ball, he was just trying to drive forward with it as well. When his Brenton played down, he was getting it, he was just getting forward and trying to get the forward pass. Was also, Brun played in that position. I'm not what I can bring Brun down, but Brun was kind of slowed it down and then sideways and stuff. Like that. Burrow's just moving forward and creating attacks, and he's getting it to the wings. And I think him, Tumble, and McGregor are going to be brilliant this season in the midfield, and I can't wait to see him. Speaking of Zor, and, and I said it to you, after the game, where he made a tackle in our own box, and he ran practically the whole pitch, and it was just. Just a short pass too small for for Yeti to get. But if that was Brown Mark, he would he would have held the ball down or maybe passed it outside to Ranson or something like that. Do you know what I mean? It would have been passed about you know, the final third of the park a couple of you know, and then it would have been a, a big long punt up the park for somebody to chase down. Yeah, and he he even freed up Cal McGregor, like look the different player. He even freed up like 
Last season, how many times did we see Cal McGregor up in the, the opposition half mark or in the, in the box or even have a shot at Paul? Do you know what I mean? You've seen it before. Was he, was he too busy covering for Brown? Yeah, and you can see it you now when... What's that? And he was even with the Euros mark with Scotland when he wasn't next to Scott Brown. Do you know what I mean? We've seen it other nights. I can't even mean to it was. It was on the live chat seeing McGregor. We would sell him in that. But I mean, just for me, McGregor's one of the best midfielders in Britain. Mm-hmm. There's guys doing in the Premier League getting 120 grand a week that aren't as good players as Carl McGregor. Mm-hmm. Speaking of Carl McGregor, he was in an interview on Celtic TV about his captaincy, Mark, and he had enormous credit for. People would all think that he's credit Brendan Rogers, that it was Brendan Rogers that started his career, but it was actually Ronnie Doyle that he actually credits, and how he said that Ronnie Doyle changed him as a player and sent him out on loan and had him come back and that he gave him his debut at Celtic. Actually, in the, the opening qualifier, wasn't it, Mark? He gave him his debut, wasn't it? But it was also Brendan Rogers. Who, who actually credited Ronnie Doyle as well, and Glenn Rogers saying that Ronnie laid the foundations for him for all these quadruple trebles and for all these leagues that we did. And for the Celtic board to have two good managers in Ronnie Doyle and Glenn Rogers and have us at our fittest peak, Mark, you know what I mean? We were fit teams, Mark. I know we started to slow down and stuff like that the last couple of games under, under Rogers, but Mark, to, to give Lennon the job, knowing what type of man he was, and for fitness levels just to go way down last season, and basically we had to start from scratch again this year, Mark. It, it was just bad planning, wasn't it? Well, you know? That, uh, you know, I'm a massive, massive glory diver fan. Uh, I thought I messaged Welsh there with that article, Paul, I think maybe Welsh would have something to say about it. But mm-hmm. I mean, it's nothing that other people have said for years. Even before mm-hmm. Ronnie Dyla laid the foundations and Rogers came in and just took them up, up another level. Because the board had backed that. See, again, it's going back. I know, see if Ronnie Dyla had the right people run about him. Exactly. And I backed it again, like the director of football with no no level. Do you know what I mean? Somebody mm-hmm. that knows football that he could relate to. Exactly. Dyla would have, I've not seen him, he's Celtic manager than now, but he would have maybe he'd have stayed a lot longer. And I mean, Remember, it was we get cheated at Hampton. Mm-hmm. I've done a, a treble. Exactly. And it's kind of reminiscent of see Ange coming in. It's kind of reminiscent of when Rory came in. Exactly, Mark. Because he I, I did, it was rubbish. But then is where people were reading about him and talking. Do you get what I mean? Getting to yeah. Because like it was actually alright, but it's still split. Do you know what I mean? We're the same. Split with Rory. John, we're, we're, we're in the same position where we are now when, when Ronnie Dyler first came into the club. Uh, he took over from Lee Lennon. He had to change all the diets. He had to change all the training plans. He had to get the players fitter because we weren't fit. I know we're saying the exact same thing again after Lee Lennon again with Ange uh, changing all players' diets, changing the, the training meds, getting all players fitter. Like, you know what I mean? Like, and that's not as but that's not as bad mouth and Lennon, by the way. No, but that's just fact, man. Uh, players have left and left Celtic, and the clubs have went. They've come out and the managers have come out and said, 
his fitness levels only quite up to it and that. So that goes back. Well, the shivers was the prime example. That Mark Lantis, that when he came over, he wasn't fit, and now they want to sign him now again for this Belgium club again. Like you know what I mean? I think he's signed for them now, Paul. That done, is it? It's done, aye. You know, like if we weren't mad in place, like last week, like this last week. What about you, John? What was your take on Ronnie? I liked him. Uh, you could see, obviously, he was trying to bring in a couple in terms of like, the fitness and stuff and all the sports science kind of side of things. But I think he yeah, was just a too nice a person as well and kind of some players maybe try to walk out of the tackle as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, just didn't have that wee bit of oomph in him to kind of drive us forward a bit more. But overall, I liked him and obviously I'd like to see him back a wee bit more in the transfer market because in terms of money, he wasn't really gave much either. Yeah. He wasn't Dynamarch, actually, so he was in team, he was never backed. No. You know what I mean? No, not really. It was... Ne- never backed, like, no. you know, like... There's all weird signings as well, weren't there? Mm-hmm. Like, when he was... That's how he signed Scott Allen. Yeah, it's kind of good, you know, he signed Scott Allen. Oh, Jesus, like, you know, it was bad. That was long, though, like, you know, and you know what? I wouldn't think Ange would actually be a success at Celtic if Peace of was still the chairman. I couldn't see Ange... Staying at Celtic, Mark, because he will be getting his own way and he will be signing players that he wanted. Do you know what I mean? I don't think Andrew would have too kindly. I mean, it's like, back to as well, Paul, what does Peter Lowe actually know about football? Do you know what I mean? We we can sit here and say, oh, he looks a good player, he looks a good player. The other guys that know a lot more than us will say, oh, no, don't get near him. He looks good at first, he'll do this, he's like that. They've got all this kind of data. Do you know what I mean? But well, that's that new, that's that new, I, that's, that's that new thing that uh, Dominic McCoy uh, advertised, Mark, wanted, that it was a fitness, kind of a, a strategic dancer, kind of a scout, wanted, that he'd look at these people's dancers and he'd see them. That's what they call yeah. data-driven, uh, do you know what I mean? They, and that was one of the things, like, Vondry would have appreciated, being, do you know what I mean, working with, it's mm-hmm. a modern approach to things in that, and that was... Well, Lowell there, uh, I think there'd even have been a bit of a clash of personalities with Ange and Lowell as well. Even Griffiths was, was at his fittest with Lanny as well, wasn't he? Fuck. I just see Terrence doing that as well, aye. Yeah. You know, like... <laughs> at least Griffiths bet you're doing something, mate. Yeah, I mean... That's another good chunk of pre-season, I guess. Yeah. Nice to the phone in pre-season, isn't it? Looking at the league campaign next week. Aye, well... He, he was training and that, and then he went to Wales and he, I know, getting into it, he got sent home. So he's missed faith. Apart from what he's done before they went to Wales and came back, uh, week he's not been getting trained at the same level as everybody else, or even listening to what Ange is talking about. Exactly, like, yeah, exactly. Is he, like, is he kind of two steps back now already, Mark, like last season, like, you know, behind the other players, kind of. Kind of thing, but the thing that worries me there now, Mark, because I, when I was reading up about 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 Griffiths and when I was reading up about last season when 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 he came when he came back on fish and for for preseason and uh, he was he wasn't left out to France with the team and when when they came back then he was brought back into front. I read that a lot of players were unhappy with that, Mark. That Lee Griffiths was was basically given a free pass again, Mark, by. Boy says like no, why, 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 it was like why are we getting fish and why are we sticking to the regime and Lee Griffiths isn't like you know I just hope that none of that uh, is is going to be wrong this season when Lee Griffiths comes back in, 
you know? Wouldn't it? I'd like to think... Uh, how do I say this with it? I'd like to think the players could sort that out between themselves. Mm-hmm. To get what I mean. Exactly. Uh, well, like T. Carl, right, okay, look, Mark, maybe he said that, this is his last chance, and when did he have a match? He's been accused of doing that, right, and we're not getting any. Uh, sort that out amongst ourselves, like men, and, yeah. and get out of here and done with. Don't let it fester, we. Do you know what I mean? With bad blood about it, with folk gossip and nitpicking about it and things like that, because it'll just eat away at the full dressing room. We don't need that. Mm-hmm. We don't need that this year again. That's mm-hmm. uh, only 19 years, 19 years of age. Uh, Scorn on his debut, Lee Labida. Looks like uh, that we have a real kind of a, a star on our hands in the making. Uh, his confidence, his ability to take on players, shoots. He's good at dribbling. He, he's fast. Uh, Michael said in the podcast uh, last week after the match that he could be another Scott Sinclair type of player. Uh, for for Celtic, uh, how did you find uh, his debut mark be the be be thing like? Because like he was really thrown to the deep end, really on his debut for the, the Champions League game, wasn't he? Ah, oh, definitely was. And I mean, just what you said earlier on about it was a UEFA mistake that hadn't registered. Mm-hmm. But according to Ange, the day before or two days before, it was there was eight wild card signings. Or what was he? He called it American cards. Yeah. So I don't, yeah. don't know whether it was Ange just maybe... Play games, Mark, might yeah, he? Yeah, maybe just playing some kind of main games, which are fair enough batter in, but oh, yeah. for a debut for Celtic, you can't really ask for much more. Mm-hmm. How long he was on... Do you know what I mean? He did, he, how long was he on the park for? Half 40 minutes, isn't it? Yeah. Like, like for... For 19 years of age, uh, John, like, to have that confidence in your ability, like I mean, to run at players, like it's it's a lot of times. And, and I said uh, on shows like that, we actually saw a player taking on the the, the, the defenders, you know, and, and he's not afraid to take them on. You know, I I really think that he could be a star for that, and how he's gone on notice is just unbelievable to me. You know, uh, I played for his age. You can see that all maturity about him. He's going to bring a lot to his going forward up front, and I think I said on a weekly podcast, uh, somebody put up, he had that, he had that, I know what the maturity drag his team to sixth or something, and mm-hmm. the league, because he kind of single-handedly did it himself, obviously, he stepped up to the plate to do that, so to do that at 19 years of age is a really good achievement, and I think we're going to see a lot from this season, I think he's going to get us a good few goals, and he's going to uh, turn defences apart, so I was just kind of disappointed to know see Merriam. See what Mikey said the other night, Paul, about him. He has been noticed. I think this has been a bit. We've got up a bit of a coon sight this guy. Yeah. Mind Mikey, he was talking about the boy that somebody plays there for Shakhtar Donetsk. Mm-hmm. The, the, the golden boy of the Israeli team or whatever, but this, the boy we've seen is meant to be like a better prospect and kind of better, high, higher rated than him. It's true, it's, it's true the contacts, aren't it, Mark, with the agent? Or, 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 or. I mean, he's brought a lot of good players to the club, brought a lot of duds to the club, but... The James has pulled out, like, do you know what I mean? I thought, guy, I'm Myself and Mark, we talk most days about Celtic and how we're planning the podcast, like, and we were looking for next season. And Mark, we knew we were saying, like, I really don't think no Scottish team will be able to handle Celtic next season with the way Ange wants us to play and how fast we are 
we, we, we didn't even see the half in against Beachland. Truly, we didn't even see the half what what Andrew teams are capable of. Because once we went to ten men, yeah, so you're kind of back against the wall. So, I really do like. Matt, I think next season, I think with that, I think this team is going to kick off. I just didn't want players to come in. Like you know what I mean? I hope you're right. I really do. I, I mean, you can as we said, you can see they're moving the ball a bit a lot better and things like that after only a few weeks. So, once we've got players in. Not a bit of old but once we can get right a, a right back and things like that, you'll see it again. They'll just gel more and it'll become more kind of obvious out the improvements on the team. But exactly. Like, okay, I hope you're right. And I I am actually because I I I haven't been this excited. Like I know I got I got pissed off the other night against the Michelin game, but Celtic need to stop doing these simple mistakes. Do you know what I mean? They need to stop doing because. You, you don't get away from them anymore, Mark, in modern-day football. You get punished. And and for Beachland to do that, what he did, Mark, it's, it's just... And, and I wouldn't have him saved. No. I, I'd get rid of him, like. So I wouldn't. Well, we've been through that before. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Just for... Does he not get any ambition to be playing every week for a team? Kind of idea. That, uh, Mind you, if a, if a cry for Manchester United years ago, wouldn't he... Dad, he was just sitting on the bench and he was one of the top honours at uh, Yardy Cruyff's son there. Uh, Yardy Cruyff, aye. Uh, yeah, and he was sitting on the bench for years, Mark, and he, and he, and he was on about nearly £200,000, that, that was a lot of money back then for, for, for a player. Again, his name probably came into the tight game, he was getting when he was, was it Barcelona he ended up at as well? Yeah, yeah, and he, and he didn't. Never really, never really played football, didn't he, no? No, no, never did, like, he was just sitting... He's the type of player that would like sit in the bench and just take, take and I think that's what Bison is, Mark. I think Bison is comfortable at Celtic because he's Bison, I say, Mark, is one of Celtic's top honours, I say. I really, I would think so, Mark. I've uh, been near the top anyway. You know, like... At the time he's been near the contracts, he's been signing, do you know what I mean? Ah, you'll be up there. With, and that's one of these as well, probably. Exactly, because you know, he won't get that, Mark. He's the age now, he won't get that, Mark. What is he? 20, he's only 20 or 29 still, Mark. Is he beat up? 31, did we not look at that? Other 31. Uh, I think he's in his 30s. Uh, he's probably just happy to see his contract. And exactly. He's got his contract on the money he's going to get off it. Calgary, then he sees that. I'll just see this out and could, take your money. Could, and could we not move on? Doing a swap deal when we were trying to sign Abida? Do you know what I mean? How much did we pay for Abida? Nah, Fiena Hoff, I think, wasn't it? Fiena Hoff. But gave them three and flung in beat on. Because that's the only destination I could see beat on goal. He was always linked with a move years ago, Mark, and it never materialised. Like, no top team, no one's going to come into Bison because why is he going to play a 20 games fair and half half of them will be substitute, apparently? His next move will be getting back to Israel. Yeah. Uh, probably lies he's where he is, isn't it? A club as big as Sale, you can just realise he's never going to be anywhere as big as that. Just kind of happy like, to see his like contract. We're losing young players because they're not getting game time. Exactly. Guys like Beaton just sitting there, no ball on his backside. Right. Exactly. And, like it was on TV, but oh, he did join, like, wasn't it? Do you know what I mean? Up a squad space that a young player could be sitting in. Exactly. Uh, freeing up some wages as well, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, somebody exactly. else, it's like coming a bit more quality. That's actually, when you get to that, I'm worried. I'm kind of, not worried, but wonder about what kind of attitude players have got. When you're like that age, your career's coming into the end, and you, well, mm-hmm. see when they all retire, though, see, I wish I'd kept fitter so I could have played longer. 
you hear them on that sky on a Saturday saying, oh, you can't beat playing in the games and I wanted to play every game and things like that. And Beaton just doesn't seem to care. And he's sitting there at 31, no. Do you know what I mean? Exactly. You'll be lucky if he plays, mate, I'm not saying starts, you'll be lucky if he makes like 15, 20 appearances for us this year. Exactly. Barring injuries and things like that, hopefully. It was the same last season uh, in in the Rangers game when he got sent off uh, against Morales there on the right-hand side. He was beaten for pace. Right? And in his first book in the other night, Mark, he was going to be beaten for pace again because he was up too far and he was in a position where he shouldn't have been anyway because why was he doing in the second beat on? Well, that's, he seems to do that as well. He seems to do a bit of wandering about and gets caught. Yeah, caught out, caught out position, Mark, again. And yeah, again, I mean, we used to say that he was a, a, just, he was a, he was a decent player because of the way you could read a game. But he mm-hmm. he's only been doing that now because he doesn't play. No, he's not, not Mark. No, he does not. Not to keep that sharpness up, yeah. And, like, like our experienced player, John, like, and with all the youngsters we have within the first team squad, like, they're, they're looking to be led by Beeson and the likes of Callum McGregor and them. And for Beeson, then to do something stupid like that, like, you know what I mean? I wouldn't, I wouldn't have him playing unless it's a real urgency. And to me, Mark, at the moment, it's not a real urgency because of what I saw of young Dane Murray against Beachland, and I wouldn't be playing uh, beat on it. You know? Well, beat on won't be able to play anyway. So yeah, but that's like saying that. I need to be Murray that plays anyhow, sir. Mm. See, again, it's, see, for me now, it's up to, well, Starfields came in, that Murray's proved that he can play European jump. Uh, European Cup quality. And it's a tough call, Mark, for a young lad to, to come into a game. Uh, even starting, which makes it a wee bit, do you know, it would be even more nerve-wracking that you're coming on as a substitute kind of thing. Didn't do me put a foot wrong. So I know, with Starfield coming in, Murray proving that he's more than capable of holding his own. I mean, where did mm-hmm. he put Beaton in the pecking order? Because he's not, as we've said before, it's up to these players to play up, play and train and train at a level to force himself force the manager to make a choice and put them into the team. Be, but, but I, be I said it, Mark. Never uh, working hard enough in training be, a choice on the manager. But I said to you, Mark, when when you sent me, uh, when we when we did uh, the pre-match, uh, we were talking about the match first, and, and, and I said to you that this lineup has John Kennedy all over us. Do you know what I mean? It ha- it ha- because what I was hearing of Ange, like the youth and stuff like that, I was very surprised I didn't see Yorahidi or, or, or Murray in that backline instead of Bison. But I can understand then, look, the experience and stuff like that, you're going to put Bison in. Well, that's you know, what it was called. And, and, and then, he's expecting yeah, any action, and then, daft kid. And then for him doing that then is just, 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 um, just stupid, really. Look, we're just going to move on and, and just bear with me there what I, I, I noticed about the match and... I just read it out from my own notes and what I was reading about other kind of reporters, what they were saying. So what they noticed is a new style uh, at the back was, as they call it, the inverted full backs. And, and this is what they're doing. So when a keeper had the ball back us, or two full backs tucked in to receive the ball from the keeper. And what that did was is allowed our two wingers to free up and that free up because our opponents pushed up on our, on our, on our full backs. This allowed uh, our midfielders, Cal McGregor and Tarnall, to push up a bit more. And Welch and Beeson started to come centre with Zorro 
to receive the ball. So automatically, our front line was making space because we're not playing the long ball anymore. So our full backs received the ball, our centre backs are there with Zor to receive it, and our wingers are free, and that opened up the wrist in the team, and it opened up Thornhill and McGregor to move the ball faster. But the only say the only weakness they they had is because it has to be fast football, and Radisson and Taylor they were saying are are too slow and are not suited to that style of play. But but if we got proper right back back who who was faster. Uh, and think that this could be a real threat in, 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 in Scottish football, the, the way Celtic play like this. Because how they open, and I've said to you, Mark, like the, how the, the Celtic players were actually making space for themselves that we didn't see last season to receive the ball. They opened the pitch. Do you know what I mean? And that's because our left backs were pushing down to receive the ball. It wasn't passing it out to freaking Welch or it wasn't passing the ball to to beat on or to, to boot the ball up front. We started with the wrist at the back, we pushed the centre and then we opened up the pitch. Did you notice that? How, how we started creating the space? No. <laughs> no. Did you not? You know? I, no, I, I, I didn't go to that kind of level, Paul. Well done. But the honest answer. What's the answer? 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 What's the even 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 with the ten men, we were still creating this space. Like there the, the was the when we had the ball out, the two left backs just then Ralston had it. Ralston didn't pass it back to 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 Bison. Then thought he passed it back forward to maybe Welch or Zorro. Then Zorro then looked up and he maybe saw McGregor or Tunnel and they passed it out then to to Christie or they passed out to Avila. They were making space all the time, Max. I think we were saying earlier the, the movement of the players and things like yeah, that. Oh, aye. Yeah, and that's what they were doing, Max. Like, that's what I was saying. But, but, but I said in that training, when it was mic'd up, mm-hmm. we don't stop. We don't stop. You know, and that's what they were doing, Max. Exactly. They, were, they, they won't stop. Even when they didn't have the ball, Max, the players weren't stopping. Right, they were still moving. Everybody, I'm fooling you now. And that's why I said... I'm excited for next season because of what I see, and that's what I can. That's what I'm seeing, and I cannot see Mark a Scottish team handle Celtic if we do that no. because they they won't have the pace. Yeah. They won't have the pace, Mark. Terence on the live chat as well saying, "Wait till the fitness improves even more," and that's yeah. that's But it's just going to get faster, is it? But it's going to well, get even faster. Is it? The only downfall is that the only downfall to us is that. Now, I'm not dissing Taylor here, Mark. Taylor's always done a job. Taylor's always, he's a good defender and he's a good team. But he, he's not fast to do this style of play that Ange wants. And the same with Ralston. They're not the type of things, Mark, that can move this ball fast the way he wants it. The way he wants Celtic to play. He wants the ball fast but, but, and it needs to move fast. But Taylor's not going to be our first choice left back. No, Even no. I've stuck up for him, I've never, I've never said that he should be. But he's a good squad player, and 
even at SPL level, just been a good. For me, I've said it before. I like my defenders to be able to defend first if they can get good crosses and things like that. It's a bit a bonus. But I mean, maybe Andrew seen Taylor and looked and said, "Well, he's not the finished article for what I'm looking for." But if he needs to change things a wee bit, maybe Taylor can do a job for him. Maybe he can make Taylor a better player. Mm-hmm. Because I'm just watch. Taylor's still quite young as well, isn't he? Mm-hmm. Just watch it now, Mark. Uh, uh, maybe against West Ham, but not so much a pre-season. You want to see it in a compete and the stage yourself. Just, just watch the players who don't have the ball, and you, they're not standing there. Like you remember waiting that last season, the players were just standing there and they were looking for no one to pass there, and then the ball was passed back. The players are moving to create the space. Do you know what I mean? And I, I thought it was brilliant, like how how we did it, like you know what I mean. And I think. Why am I excited for next season? I think we're going to be too fast for any Scottish team Mark, next season. I really do. I think we're going to be too fast. Well, and with the players, Mark, that he, that, that, that well, we don't know who we lead to, Mark, but I can guarantee we're going to be lead to players, Mark, that are going to fit Andrew Stite and who are fast players. Uh, you know? yeah, I agree with that. It'll be players, it'll be players that have got good technical ability. Mm-hmm. I mean, and even people, even seeing people they're starting to say such and such a defender a big target man I don't think Angel ever no. big target man that, no. that big lump in the box kind of thing I, I think you need to be a football like a ball player kind of to play in Angie's team that's, that's a bit of the Japanese guy looks like isn't it? he's saying as well he just kind of looks fast and He's going to be in a bit of a boat, mate, and a lot of movement as well. I think, he's finished with both feet. I, I think him, I think, yeah, but I think, uh, Kuk, what, give me his name, Mark, did you say Kuk, Kuk, was it? Kyogo. 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 I, I think, I think, like, he plays on, and I, I, I speak in more detail about him when, when we go to the, the section, but when I was watching him, like, he's, this fella's fast, like, and he normally plays on, he's, he's not, he's, he's, he's He's really not an out-and-out striker, do you know what I mean? No. You know, he's normally off. Kind of number. Yeah, like, like, or even in the news, Mark. For us, you know what I mean? What role I used to see earlier, you should play, just give him a free role. Exactly. Free role, exactly. Kind of Libo type of player. I like to just imagine, like, I think that this Japanese fellow, Mark, would run along the pitch all day. And, like, can you see the likes of Cavanaugh trying to chase this fellow all day, Mark? Not a chance. People are looking down their nose in that. This wee Kyogo in that as well. But, but I don't know why people... The J-League, see a person Celtic and Rangers. Most teams in the J-League could come out of Scotland and beat the rest of the teams without any... Do you know what I mean? The J-League's a higher le- general level than the Scottish Premier League. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. the guy's been cutting it and running riot earlier for a couple of years, so doesn't he? And even when you see your mark, even... When when you watch the World Cup and you see all these like Asian teams like that, they're all fast teams. Like they're all set up to play to their strengths, and that again, that's what Ange's going to do. He'll pick he'll pick players that suit his system, play to their strengths. That's what he's doing. Like that, as you're seeing Japan and South Korea and that in the World Cups and things like that. Mm-hmm. And plus, and they're all good technical players, Paul. Because they clean the, 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 the dressing rooms after themselves as well, so I mean, that's all they can. I, mean, I think, I, don't, I might be wrong to be saying this, but I think I've got that kind of American system that 
you go to college to play football and things like that, do you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm not sure if that's right, but I've always thought that in my head. But, I mean, it's just it's a different culture and a different way of living, but football's football, you know what I mean? And if I just didn't think that he would be able to cope with the Scottish physicality of the game, because he's, he's only a wee guy. But Imagine him coming in. I think he could fit into the sco- take the physical side of the game. Imagine him coming in under Lee Lennon last season and Lee Lennon showing chips the bog and ketchup on the plate next to him. That's in your neck again. Ten minutes. Chunky. Yeah, chunky. Yeah, it's just You know, but that's my uh, positives, I, I think, that I can take to that match, that how, how we started creating this space and it's just a pity that Edward wasn't on his game because Edward would have if Edward could play that we know he could play it, Mark. He 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 would have he he'd be suited the irons down to the ground. Do you know what I mean? You know? Uh, definitely. But it needs to be just again. Is it that missed Paul? That missed uh, but that's 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 just show us again, Mark, that he doesn't want to be there as well, John, in this you know? Uh, yeah, can, can I say a wee bit? He's kind of also still looking for his move. As Mark was saying, that miss it was kind of clear through. I thought I was I was going to put it in. I'll go up, but he just kind of slided it instead. He's kind of trying to do something decent, but put a bit of power in it. It was just if it was we used to slide it, there was no too fast on though. He's missing mm-hmm. on though, but I would as I say, twenty one million. I suppose I thought I would take it and invest it in something, get something to replace him. I I I would definitely because he's definitely. Nos kind of made an improvement, Mark, to show us that he won. And, like, we criticised Christy more than we did Edward. Well, at least Christy showed us, Mark, what he can do in, in, in that game. Do you know what I mean? And I can't give out to Christy about that. Do you know what I mean? As, as we said before, the game, the wings know his best position, but he put a gift in in that, sir. We gave him pelters, but we gave him pelters for months. Well, he was actually put better a... on the left, Mark, than he was on the right. Christy wanted. I really, I did. He looked better playing in the left. I don't know. That was probably just he was up against on the that side of the park. I know, sure. but he really fought the shift he put in. But again, we know because he wanted to be here and signed a new contract. And I think I, I kind of proved my point as well, Mark, when I said Abadar can play on the right hand side as well, didn't I? Ah, you did. I said he can play both flanks. He can, like that. That's the kind of players you want, John, isn't it? A player, a, mix, a, a winger who can play both sides and who's comfortable on both sides, isn't it? Yeah. I definitely, 100%. And the series spoke last week about uh, James Forrest getting pushed. It will push him even more in as well. He's going to try and keep his performances up and no drop off and to become consistent at times. So it's good we've got options now on both sides, the right and the left. We never had that last season at all on both wings. So it's good we've got that now. And he kind of looks at his goals now when he's like to take defenders on. And I think the fact they can play on play on either wing, chop and change things without exactly. substitutions as well. Exactly. So I, I think like, that's another. And looks at players that are, can play in a different position, so he, he can tweak things on the exactly. Without, and the fact rather than make this right, yeah, rather than make a substitution, Mark can kind of change something then that way, do you know? even I mean, even at that, if, if the opposition manager said right. You pick up their number, whatever it is. If you're looking about for him, all of a sudden he's away on the other side of the park. Exactly. You know what I mean? You're, you're, there's a guy next to you that's, oh, wait, that's not who I'm meant to be marking. Exactly. 
to get my mm-hmm. sticking the off kind of permutations on the park. I think if um, Dembele was this, that Dembele would have been on the right and maybe Avedar could have been on the left that, uh, against Michelin the other night. It's just a pity that Dembele picked up an injury, John. Did that he, he was saying in the interview that he was excited and it was the happiest time he was at Celtic in the last two years. Ah, it's a shame. I was looking forward to seeing a bit more. Hopefully, it's not too mm-hmm. serious. And hopefully, I would. I hope uh, he's kind of going to be used for the left now. So obviously, Dembele can kind of be on the right and kind of push for that position and keep Forrest in his toes. And but as you say, we can use him in both wings as well. But hopefully, we Dembele kind of gets his time this season as well. There's two positions there now, like sorted, Mark. Really, like you have your right hand side already. You know, we have Forrest, Dembele, and Abida. And maybe on the left there we have Kaigo and. And Abida on the left, like, there's your wings sorted, like, and, and, and they're fast, like, you know what I mean? Forrest is going to be kept in his toes next season, again, like like he was with Patrick Roberts, I think. I think, you know? I think everybody's got to be kept in their toes next year. Mm-hmm. I think everybody's... Well, the ideal situation is that we've got some there's players snapping at the team in front of themselves all the time to keep them on their toes. But I don't think Angie's the type of manager that... When we spoke about Scott Brown playing all, I don't think Angie's the type of manager that would oh, that's James Forrester. Even down to Callum McGregor. It doesn't matter who you are, Mark. If you're not performing, you won't play. It's like, it's going back to what you said about Roy Keane. You're all on the pitch and you're giving the manager a decision not to drop you. And we spoke as well, Paul, that the amount of games Celtic play throughout the season. Guys like Brown, well, he's away, but he's, he's still that kind of example. Brown, McGregor, mm-hmm. they didn't need to play every they game. They are those games, Mark. Yeah, exactly. So exactly. McGregor will, I think McGregor will play less games this season. Just Especially when we have like Luke O'Connell, we have Liam Shaw now there to exactly. play these positions back like that. That will be given a chance on the hands as well, and they show us what they can do. Like You know what I mean? There's no point in McGregor playing, like, say, uh, the Sunday against away Aberdeen and then playing a European game in midweek and then playing at Celtic Park against your St. Martin or something like that the following Sunday. I think we just saw then, Mark, like that how Scott Brown was holding back the team it, 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 last season. Like how how Zola played with his position, Mark, and how, how we were moving the ball for and even it's not just because of Algebra when Zola played as well last season, Mark, in the few games as well. We we seem faster. We seem to be pushing the ball. Do you know what I mean? Well, that's you know? the other night when we spoke about Zorro and said we we, we didn't see as much of him as we would like, but what we've seen, we saw that there was a good player in there. And mm-hmm. the other night he just slotted exactly back in, didn't exactly. Exactly. Aye. Exactly. Uh, moving on, so Celtic have signed Carl Starkfield and Kaigo Fuhuhashi. Not bad. Uh, what positions now need to be started? Look, but before we go talk about new positions, we'll just go through a brief uh, on our two new signs. So when we sign a player, we'll give a brief and we'll explain what kind of player is that and kind of why Celtic signed him. Uh, Carl Starfeld uh, is six foot one, centre back, strong, especially in his groundwork, good acceleration, great recovery pace. He's aggressive and he's He's nine out of ten times he 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 win one and one duels. He's a good reader of the game. Uh, he talks to his defence. He organises defence. He fits Anne's style of play because he's a passer of the ball and doesn't like to hold the ball 
and he doesn't like to dribble with the ball. Different to what we saw with Oyer really, Matt. I mean, like, Oyer would go on, on a run and stuff like that. Stafford won't do that. He'll hold his, he'll hold his position, but he's there to turn on his position, Matt, and pass the ball. I've mean, so seen somebody compare him to, like, a, I don't know, like using the term, but like a poor man, Rio Ferdinand. Mm-hmm. That's how I saw somebody describe it. It was on Twitter or something, I've seen it. Once he starts, once he does, doesn't start talking on ATV, we'd be bland. <laughs> but you're saying there that he's a ball playing centre half and things like that. Well, see, I see what you're saying. He's a ball winner. He likes to organise things and all that. That's exactly what we've been missing. Exactly. Exactly. Somebody take it to be on the park and organise it. Take the full defence by scruff of the neck and organise it. And this isn't the project, Mark. Do you know what I mean? He's not a project. Oh, you know what I mean? He'll be straight in the first team. Yeah. Yeah. He'll probably you know, even play, he'll maybe even play the Mora, Paul. I don't know. I've no clue. I could. He's had clearance through in that now, aye. Right. Even, say Sunday, I think. I, 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 I think that you have to go into isolation. But what, what, I, what I'm reading from here and from, from the UK is that if you show a negative uh, test, Mark, you can come out of isolation then if you're vaccinated. So, like we were talking about that, I, I presume, Mark, that our professional athletes know uh, they're no be vaccinated. That was me that was saying that, surely. They've all had their two vaccines. Yeah, and I said they weren't. Yeah, and they weren't. I thought it would have been kind of like a rule that they had to have them. So because I'm still in contact with other people that were outside their bubble. But I suppose that's why, yeah. It was, a, uh, it was a Premier League that were saying, so they were talking about something about it and saying that they, were, they were, didn't know if we were going to get down the route of making sure that players had their two jags and all that yet. So that was my theory out the window. I thought clubs would be... Well, like, isn't... Other players, you know what I mean? Isn't there a mobile vaccination outside Celtic Park over the weekend, isn't there? Aye, there is. You maybe said that you go down and get their players... Vaccinated, you know what I mean? Jesus Christ. Can you imagine the, the press would have for that? Jesus, I know. Probably would, no, yeah, exactly. Uh, you're only going to Ross Hall for that, just go to that caravan. <laughs> 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 I go in there, then land it. If they don't, t- don't let you t- take your jacket down with a caravan to fuck half your land. Uh, half your land. <laughs> Into the caravan, then land the wolves in there. <laughs> You won't, you'll be catching more than COVID in that band, I say. <laughs> uh, moving on. Koigo Fuhuhaji, 26, Japanese international, two-footed player, 60-40 uh, splits between the right and left. He favours the right. Oh, he's not. It's not 60-40. No, 60-40 splits between his legs. That he's comfortable between the legs. Right, he's comfortable between the legs. Yeah, because he used his manscapes. Who <laughs> uh, <laughs> create chances for other players? Uh, high volume presser, effective dribbling, very effective in 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 positioning. Loves to attack from from the front line. Loves the high press football, and he's not he's not afraid to take a shot with either foot. And I actually saw that. Uh, when I was leaving, uh, watched him on, on YouTube, I saw goals with, with both feet, Mark. So, and uh, they were interviewing um, a keeper, 
uh, in the Japanese, he, he was the Italian keeper, I think, and he was saying he actually didn't know what foot he was going to shoot with. You know, like this fella would, could take a penalty mark with either his left or right foot. We don't know what foot he's going to take. He's, he, he's so comfortable with his two feet. Like, I think, yeah, See, he's not a player mark that's going to be... Uh, he has through the middle, Paul. I just wonder about in the, the opposition final third. He's obviously enough to bring the left ring. I mean, if he's as comfortable as that with the base feet and things like that, you just, he's one of the players, you just say, right, on you go, there's the ball, just play your match. Do you know what I mean? The likes of what I was saying, they're like Lubo, you just let them go and do what they want to do in the park. Mm-hmm. I'm just uh, put it out there that uh, he's not going to be Edward's replacement, Mark, because he doesn't have physique to be Edward's replacement. Do you know what I mean? Not he's not a no, no striker, Mark. He, he, he won't. Like, yes, you know, Mark, like, he, he won't feed off second balls waiting. In the, he, he'd, be, he'd, be, he'd be the one that'd be more, more likely crossing the ball. Do you get me? Playing the play of 10, the camera over the court these days, isn't it? And the like, attacking midfielder kind of thing. That's it. For me, that would be like his best position. Just playing mm. main striker. Because what I saw of him, John, if, I don't know if you get a chance to see him on YouTube, like, this fella is fast, like, you know what I mean? Like, the speed of this fella, like, with him and Avidar, I think, wow, like, I can just say, wow, do you know what I mean? The speed I'm going to have next season, like. Ah, I've seen some videos of this, it looks when they, uh, when they break, just the speed of them just going forward, and they kind of like to, you know, just save his two feet, and uh, just his control of the ball as well, it's just, it's, it's quite fast, and it's going to add a lot of danger up front for this day. Yeah, as we were saying earlier, but obviously, I don't think teams will honour us, I don't think that either, I think we're going to be ripping teams apart this season. No, I really don't, Mark. Like I, 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 I know it's early stages. Like we still have to see Ange's team. Like, but I'm already seeing glimpses of the way he wants us to play, and with the players we're bringing in, Mark. Like, when do you ever see Celtic going outside fast players, Mark? Do you know what I mean? Really fast players. I mean, one of the things about that as well is, but there's no good tactics for coming up against us. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But it's a bank of five, a bank of four. That's what we play every week. So when you've got these fast players that have got a wee bit something special in the locker, they can help to unlock these defences and the quick, exactly. quick punt. And that's what we didn't have, Mark. Do you know what I mean? Like and you see the there with the these teams, Mark, in this that we will have one player that can open up Aye. and do something special. Like do you know what I mean? If the ball went to Scott Brown last year. It was enough time for the, the opposition team to get back and set up their defence again. Mm-hmm. I get, what we're seeing and what we're hoping to see is that the ball they won't have time to react uh, yeah, exactly. the ball will get moved up the park as quick as we can and all the wee short passing that, even if they're camped in all the wee short passing as long as you're looking forward do you know what I mean no point in passing the ball for the sake of it yeah. well, but I mean, you know too like doing these kind of defences too exactly you know too like that what I was what I was reading like and uh, how great like, and how respect Japanese people have for their their, their, their their own nationals is that like they were applauding him Mark when he was leaving for this move do you know what I mean because it's their rising star like, if any big team were losing their star Mark you'd be gushing but these fellas were clapping they were chanting they were wishing him well do you know what I mean like they're, they're really honoured for him to, 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 to come to Celtic and this is a market that it's opened up for us Mark the Celtic 
Well, he'd have gone to before, Max, you know what I mean? But have they there with Nakamura and people like that? Well, he came from Italy, Dodin. I mean, I was reading articles about uh, Celtic should open shops with Japan and things like that. I mean, that's just crazy talk. You Japanese players have been coming to Europe for for years now. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, so I don't, I'm not saying that will they, there will they be some kind of, kind of merchandising uh, uplift because they're signing that... I so I wouldn't say it's opened up a kind of market for us. Market's been there for years. Exactly. I won't be opening up a, a Celtic shop with a big huge Catholic crest on in Jerusalem anyway, that's why I would at the moment. so so far we've signed uh Uzazi Yorahidis, uh centre back, he can also play in right back. We signed Liam Shaw, uh box to box box-to-box midfielder mark I kind of put him down for. I had to agree with that, Paul. Uh, uh, also can play a kind of a holding role. Uh, Lee Labadar, winger, can play both lines right and left. Carl Stenfield, uh, centre-back we just spoke with. Kyra Gogo, uh, I'm going to put he put down left wing and forward. Uh, we also have promoted young players to the squad. Uh, we have Leo Connor, right-back. Dane Murray, centre-back. Adam Montgomery, left back, Anthony Valston, left back, right back, Stephen Wedge, left back, uh, Luke O'Connell, we have right back, Scott Robson's actually still in the squad, so he's actually a defensive midfielder, we've Owen Henderson, he's an attacking midfielder, and we've young Dembella who can play in the right, and we've John Denalaforby, who's actually a striker. So, with the players that we've signed, and with the youth players uh, uh, promoted to, to the squad this season, the squad is starting to take shape between youth and experience, but there's still positions, Mark, that need to be filled. In, in your opinion, what, what do you think they are just after seeing it the other night? Uh, we need a left back and a right back. Mm-hmm. That kinda, for me, that's kind of the right back's getting to desperation levels, really. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, it's a goalkeeper as well, Paul, isn't it? I've stuck up for Barkas, but after that the other night, the jury's out in it. Exactly. I don't know if, he, as I said earlier, I don't know if he should get rid of Barkas or replace Bain with somebody that can... I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Push back on his toes. Or replace him if needs be. Because that's the problem, Mark. 
if Barkas is making those mistakes and we've been coming in, we're not rectifying those mistakes because they can make the same mistakes and he has been making the same mistakes as Barkas. Do you know what I mean? Oh, you're you making them as punishing Barkas. Do you know what I mean? They're no... They're no reward. Do Bain's, Bain's not done anything to deserve to be number one. Do you get what I mean? Exactly. It's just kind of done something to deserve not to be number one. You know? Yeah, exactly. So, at the start of the, the transfer window, we were saying we might need two two centre-backs. But I'm looking now, Mark, and what I've seen of young uh, Dane Murray, and we've Julie to come back, we've Welch, we've Stafford. I don't think I don't think we need centre-back. I think that I think that area is actually strong enough for what I saw of uh, young Dane Murray. I think he'd fit. This is why Jason's Paul, I would maybe look at a loan signing. Mm-hmm, exactly. Julian comes back and we can have that. But again, I've said it before, if you're signing a loan signing, it's you have to be better than what you have. Right? It's improving. Fair dude, we're not getting toughy for one. Other that deal didn't work out, but it's got to be a... Somebody's got... We can't... We don't want to sign another centre-back alone. Somebody's just going to sit on the bench. But Julian is going to be out in December, maybe the new year again, I'm here, what I'm here on Indy. Oh, well, you said that it's a setback, you know Setback in trading, yeah. Yeah, so he's going to feel far. Maybe bringing in... Well, what you said, Welsh is not set a foot wrong. Another boy, the young guy, I've got his name, I've got his call. Dane Murray. Murray. He's, he's done okay. Uh, Starfield came in, so really, we'd need, uh, for me, it would be someday in a six month loan. Mm-hmm. Even. To cover you there, Mark? Yeah. Uh, well, for me, it would be a starter, Paul. That's what I'm saying. You need to bring in somebody that's going to start beside Starfield every week. Mm-hmm. Uh, John. Do we need actually before you, Mark? Uh, do we need another striker of of what we've seen with Edward? I think Edward's going to go, and I don't think Edward will be here at, when this chance window closes. You know, I, I'm, I'm possibly, Mark, from what I saw him, I don't want him to be here. I don't want him to be carrying Celtic, carrying him next season, well, missing those chances. While Edward's there, I don't think it's much a priority. He's a right back. Do you know what I mean? I think I'd really. Yeah. While Edward's still here, I would still, I would rather be sort it out. Get those priority things sorted straight away, yeah. Exactly. But obviously, when Edward leaves, we'll need to bring in another speaker. I agree, I, I was reading things there, and I came across this thing by Andrew, and he was asked about Edward and, and stuff like that, and he was saying, look, at the moment, Edward is a Celtic player, I'd walk with the Celtic player because he's still a Celtic player. Well, if he if he leaves, we have plans in place. So I still I think Mark they they maybe have someone lined up that if he does go, there's somebody there. Do you know what I mean? I, I mean, it's an open secret. I've said it before. It's a transfer window goes on. I mean, they've seen Brighton are now ready to pay twenty one million. As a mm-hmm. as a transfer window rolls on, whether it's signed for uh, Brighton tomorrow or whatever, it will get a move eventually. Do you know what I mean? Celtic know that. He's even exactly out there trying to find him a move. Knowing he's going to be gone, and, well, fingers crossed if he's a bit of planning. Do you know what I mean? I'd like to see the young, um, young, uh, Chanton and a phobie, uh, to ha- have a go on the Ange market. Because this, he, he's a fast young fellow, isn't like, And I know Jonas was saying it kind of didn't work out from at the end. Uh, did he say he was kind of, Missed in training or something like that. Oh, he wasn't 
he's shown a bit of dodgy attitude, wasn't he? Just like that, like, but again, Matt, like that, look, it's a young player that we signed uh, under a bad manager, like, so I think every young player, Matt, deserves a chance on the end so we can actually see them and see what they're like. Do you know? Well, I think Anne just came in and just basically tell everybody. Yeah, I think. Play, even down to the likes of John Kennedy and Stratton. Maybe mm-hmm. I think that's the kind of. I've been a clean sweet kind of idea now. I think Strachan will strive under Ange with the dash and stuff like that because Ange seems to be a manager Mark that wants that stuff like you know what I mean and you notice the other night uh, it was, it was that young Murray mind when Beaton was and in and then he's on the laptop what he was doing that didn't happen under Lennon no it was Lennon he was showing and he was, and, and, and he, and he, and he was sitting down with the player Aye. Do you know what I mean? Play from the sidelines, like, yeah. Stuff, William, and things like that. Under Lennon, that never... It was... I saw Stratton showing Lennon stuff. Jake, he was telling you Lennon what to do. Can I show him what should be done? Uh, I... This time it's Ange, it's Ange telling him what to be. Stratton, what to tell the player now. Honestly, Paul, uh, Joe, I know what I think it is. I think Stratton's telling Lennon what, what the data was producing. We need to do this, we need uh, to do that. And Lennon just was the... Just, I think he was just ignoring it. And the prime no, example of that, Mark, is, is, is Callum McGregor. Because if you're looking at his, uh, his data, right, and considering the amount of games Callum McGregor played, and if we, the viewers, can see it, that Callum McGregor is tired, and he, and he was, he was basically, Mark, wrecked or run down because of the amount of games he played, Lennon was obviously not looking at the data that freaking Strachan was showing him. Do you know what I mean? Same with Scott Brown. Well, Do you know what I mean? That's what, I, that's what I think happened, honest. I said it to Paul before as well. That's what I think it was. I think it was just something Lennon didn't, didn't buy into. Mm-hmm. Or maybe... It's old-fashioned. Old just an old-fashioned kind of approach. Mm-hmm. Or maybe he was asking Dwayne Boy for the Wi-Fi password. We don't know. <laughs> maybe he didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Lennon didn't understand that. I don't, I don't think, Mark. Do you get what I mean? Like, every manager kind of, like, you don't have to... To be a good coach now, Mark, you have to move on with the modern times of football. And Lennon didn't do that, unfortunately. Do you know what I mean? Huh? You know, even man management now, Mark, like, to come out and criticise your players. Like, Ange didn't come out and criticise players. He criticised his, his himself but, for the Michelin game. Do you know what I mean? If you think what he said in his first press conference, Paul, he said that if we can get a 1% advantage on our opponent, we'll do everything exactly. to get that 1%. And that's the 1%, Mark, because you're prepared before you come on the pitch. Aye, you know it's mean? the 1% having all this data and all that stuff. I can, mm-hmm. I've said it before, Stratton seems to be highly rated at his job doing all that data analysis, sir. Mm-hmm. Well, he got sick, Mark, because maybe we saw him doing a job that he wasn't supposed to be doing. Peter Bray was Peter Bray, yeah, under Duncan Ferguson, yeah, Duncan Ferguson. Not Duncan, Dar- was Alex Ferguson's son, Darren Ferguson, yeah. And they, you know what I mean? Barry Fry, isn't it? Barry Fry, yeah, so like, like, he was doing a job, Mark, he wasn't... Well, 
I mean, look at that, Peter brother. They pulled out another. They sold that Tony, Ivan Tony, and replaced him with a striker that named they turned in. He's cracking in goals left, right, and centre. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see how uh, Tony does in the Premier League now next season with Brentford. Wouldn't it? GB. That would be a kind of acid test for him at that level. Test him at that level, like to see. John, what position do you think that can need uh, urgently kind of need to be done? Uh, goalkeeper, I think we had. Uh, well, I saying, it's a left back and a right back need sorted as well. A goalkeeper, but I just left a Barkis or a mate, I would try and get that sorted right away. I think you could maybe persevere a wee bit with Alison and uh, the left back is LK off for maybe a game or two, but uh, Barkis cost his big time there, aren't he? And it could be the side room where we get through him now. He will concede our scores, like, you know what I mean? Like, uh, it's because it's, it's um, we all gave him the benefit of doubts. You know I mean? we, we all say it's down to last season, lack of confidence, the pandemic. But like for his first competitive game, then again, and to make that same mistake that he was making that season, like, like you can use your hands. You know what I mean? Do you know, that's that's just get that's just what I can't get. Like you know what I mean? That he could have punched that or anything. Punched it, Mark. But that's what the modern keepers do, no, Mark. No modern keeper no catches the ball. You really see a keeper catch the ball. It's all punches, no, Mark. Do you know what I mean? I don't know if he made a movement off me. Just kind of seems slow to ground or anything. Going by keepers, and I saw the two of you uh, not agreeing to it, and, and uh, you, you wouldn't want him back because he cost us the 10 in row as well, and I, I agree to you with that. Uh, again, as every chance for window, it's like Patrick Roberts said he will be linked to Flasier Foster. He, he Supposedly he's refused another contract. The door's open, they said, for Celtic to sign him. John, what's your thoughts on, on, on Flasier? Uh, brought up well on the forum also Mark wrote something about it I can agree with what Mark was saying it's the only thing I'd be happy about him coming back to the club because obviously I know we're safe between the sticks that's the only positive side I would take for but everything Mark said there on the forum I agree and uh, if we can find somebody else obviously it's the same standard as my dad I'd go down that route but uh, if it was to come back I'd just get a, a bit more confident feel a bit safer now we've got somebody in the sticks that's going to obviously win his games and win his points that's but overall, no, I wouldn't like to see him back. Mark, would you just Can we, give the, the live chat something that you said in the forum about Fraser? It told Neil Lennon and Peter Lowell that we come back to Celtic. Mm-hmm. He was sort of a deal with Southampton. Celtic tried to get a deal with him, and then Fraser Foster turned around and said that. And the deal was done, Mark, wasn't it? That deal was done with Southampton. Yeah. I'm 100% sure, Paul, but the people have said that it was done in dust. Mm-hmm. And it, he, it was Fraser Foster that pulled out the deal. So, to me, that's to give front your bridges kind of thing. Just lying. Why, say, why tell people you're going to do something and then get back on it at that kind of level? Do you know what I mean? I give my take on it there. Uh, I, like, I think we'd all agree he's a better keeper than what we have. All right? But why find the next Fraser Foster? We made Fraser Foster. But that's what I'm saying, Mark. Foster won't. Foster won't play the way Ange plays with the ball. Foster can't play with his legs either. There's that as well. That would be a big factor. A big factor, Mark, because if you've seen... Remember when I was saying two pre-season, Mark, that Barker was maybe like a fucking... A, a, a defensive uh, sweeper role. A keeper role, aye. Yeah, maybe that's the way Ange wants to play, Mark, that he wants to have his keepers outside the box playing like a Neuer kind of thing. 
Foster's not going to be able to play like that. Foster won't have the speed like that. No. You know, and to be honest, was Foster a, a great catch of the ball as well? Sometimes Mark Foster dropped the ball as well. You know. He's short stopping me. He kind of shot like that, you know. I mean, he has, he's one of the best keepers I've seen at Celtic. Yeah, no, definitely. He's running his ability. Well, as you said, like, Mark, he bounced his bridges. Like, you know what I mean? Like, if he was in goal for us last season, we could have been a different team. Do you know what I mean? Right, we all know that Peter Lowell's still there. Do you think Lowell wouldn't have something to say on that? After, right, after the way he treated him personally and Celtic last year. Exactly. I mean, exactly. We're going about people who've been for playing for the club and things like that, and after the way Fraser Foster treated Celtic, I, I, I kind of find it hard to imagine. He didn't like people and I, want him back. And, and I think as well, Mark, with Dominic McCoy being a Celtic fan and and him not being associated with Celtic last season, just being a, a fan like ourselves, wishing for Celtic to get the ball, he would have heard all this, these stories. When that Foster said no, I mean, I mean it's like. like JFP, every time JFP's on the, on the uh, podcast, he said in the forum a hundred times, how many points from McGregor worth to Rangers every year? Mm-hmm. And that, to me, Fraser Foster was the same kind of level of that for Celtic. But he decided to come, he turned it down after, after saying he was happy he'd come back up. Knowing how important it was to the club, knowing how important it was to the fans, and he decided to go back down to England and sit in. I don't think he made 20 appearances for them this season. So I just want to go to Terrence here. Just find a younger keeper. As the next I just want to go with Just go to Terence there in the live chat there. Much rather my keeper to be a good shot stopper and a comfortable presence rather than good defense. Look, I, I, geez, I, I agree with Terence. I want to, for me, a keeper there to save the ball and stuff like that. But that is, I don't, I don't think that's the way. I don't think Ange wants these keepers. That, that, that's what, that's the impression I'm getting. Do you know, I was the type of keeper. I got the ball. And I hoofed it. No matter who it was, just gone. The ball was gone. Half the time I missed it and rolled into the goal, but we get over that. <laughs> <laughs> I remember it one year, Mark, we were, we were getting a, I did it like Barkas, I was running off the ball and I went to kick the ball and I missed the ball and the ball just, it was like slow motion, the ball was just rolling into the goal, like, you know what I mean, yeah, it was just rolling into the goal. And I was called Mean Machine at, at my matches, you know, the, the, the Mean Machine, and uh, <laughs> the fellas uh, were afraid to say something to me in defence. Unlucky, Kylie. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I can understand what Terence is saying. It's like even I'm, we're talking about Taylor. I like my defenders to defend, kind of thing. Mm. It, it just doesn't fit in the way the modern game is. And it doesn't. It doesn't. We've said it. Uh, you know what I mean? And Andrew trust for now, anyway. So they've got to. And Mark Young, if he was kind of, he was good for the boy. He's fit. He kind of. Keep it with the ball, just he'll make that wee drive forward as well. Yeah, uh, he's good at your nephew when he was playing uh, last Sunday. Uh, he was good with the ball, his feet was a big presence at Foster as well, and he was good at short stopping. He, he used to play up front. Did he, aye? And then he played in midfield. Like Barkhouse, oh, sure. That's not Barkhouse. He's neither. That's how he only. Uh, oh. Uh, no, I mean, that's how he's keeping doing his knees. Ah, uh, sure, on the back foot, you know, see him take the ball and drive it out, running into midfield, waiting to try to create an opening. He was trying to make something uh, happen. That's a goalkeeper. That's how bad he won Sunday. Barry, the big aunt he'd be needed have signed him up. Ah, <laughs> oh, he did. He played well. It's impressive, man. Well, back yeah, I was reading something down, Barkas, as well. Like, and, and that, that's not actually his default position, is goalie. It was actually. By mistake, he went into goal or something like that. I uh, he said he didn't want to be a goalkeeper. He played left back. He said he didn't want to be a goalkeeper. You know, like, I, I, I agree, I think we definitely 
definitely need a keeper because, like, you can't bring these mistakes. And I thought Barkas now, like, with the fans being back and uh, the pressure was on him uh, uh, last Tuesday, the pressure was on him to put put in a performance. And, and he didn't. Do you know what I mean? It was the same mistakes. That, and people can go, like, who's our, who's our coaches and who's our team? What are they doing? What are they doing? A coach can only show you so much. Do you know what I mean? You're there. You should be able to read the flight of the ball if you're a keeper, Mark. Do you know what I mean? We've seen the training videos, Paul. We've seen the pre-season games. Well, it, it, it didn't put us that wrong. But that's what I'm saying, Mark. Like, yeah. He's not able to read the flight of the ball. Do you know what I mean? She's, I mean, she apart from that, that got the bit of the goal. I can't even mind them doing much else, Ryan. Maybe, yeah. maybe, maybe it's all fresh in the room. Apart from that, I can't really mind them doing... Much right, but, 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 but that was the only thing, Mark, that he had to do, really. Uh, do you know what I mean? Maybe that, that's what I was going to say, but what he did do, Ryan, was the most important thing. Yeah, but, you know, that's I mean, it's, to me, well, he's got to he'll obviously start the more in the West Ham game, and he's going to obviously start in uh, Wednesday. We play them this week. I think that's going to be key, all right, that, uh, and I explain to you, right. No, I would still rather go with Barkis and Bain against this moment. Yeah, and the reason is because, Mark, right, I I personally, and I said this on, on the podcast, that Barkas needs to be shown that he's number one, all right? So he, he, look, it's still early. He needs to be consistent, Mark. And Neil Lennon kept chopping and changing him last season. One week, Lennon's coming out saying he's my number one, and next week, then Lennon drops him. So at the moment, I think Anne just needs to back. Barkas, give him a bit of confidence, give him a, a good run of games, alright? But if these mistakes are closing, I would sign a new keeper mark in the transfer window. You know, I think we need a keeper mark. Can he keep selecting him for his first choice if he's made any kind of mistakes, Paul? But that's what I'm saying, Mark. Give, like, don't drop them straight away because of this, like, you know what I mean? No, give the Because I still think there still could be a confidence issue there, there, Mark. You know what I mean? Every like, keeper makes blunders, we know that. Because, because, like, after last season, Mark, and and the mistakes he was making, like his confidence went to a low, a, a, lo, a, le, a lower level, we say. And for him to make that mistake, and he knew it, Mark, because when the cameras went to him, he knew he was that far. Do you know what I mean? And I, I definitely knew. I mean, yeah, yeah. I, I, I even thought by the look of him, Mark, that he knew it was his fault. Like he, well, I would doubt he knew. But that's what I'm saying. Now, like, Ange needs to show a bit of confidence in in Barkas for the next match and not be like Neil Lennon and drop him, his confidence is gone again and then put in the worst keeper in vain. Do you know what, do you know what I mean? You know? So just see how he goes, boss. I would you really, I'd see uh, the keeper that Jonas has done the United guy in that Seagrass. Yeah. Right, I would get shot at Bain even if for a swap deal with that Seagrass and bring him in and right, tell Barkas right, you're the number one the new this is your, this is who's Exactly. Aye. It's a pushing, it's pushing. It's competition, yeah, exactly. Yeah, you're safe, isn't it, as well, isn't you? Because, you know, Seagrass is obviously the standard of keeper he is. He can come in there, a job too. That's what I mean.
Uh, if I would, Seagrass is a good option, it's something I would kind of feel confident with him coming in, knowing obviously Barkus makes his hours and they're going to be able to bring that Seagrass in, obviously he's a good stand to keep on. He's proved they can date this league as well, and obviously under Ange and that a couple of Celtic can only improve obviously with the players that are in as well. It's up to Barkas to fight to get that. Uh, stand up to You need proper competition, like you look at uh, Manchester United, they've Dean Hayes the they've David De Gea, like two of them on each other's toes, do you know what I mean? You need two keepers that are pushing each other, like, and I don't think Bane is would good you, enough to be pushing back as for number one position, like, you know what I mean? Would you swap Barkas for De Gea, then? Oh, Definitely. 100%. <laughs> he's, he's get worse, his regression's even worse than Bane's, I think, De Gea's. Uh, he's been doing holiday last season after he's been making howls as well. And not just for that, but but then Spain had a worse keeper than De Gea in goal. Then for them, during, during the, the European Championship, that keeper was shocking. I thought for Spain, the fell in goal. I don't even know who they had in goal. Like the man from Chelsea can't even get, get in that team or nothing. Uh, Kappa or nothing. Oh, him? Oh, He's worse as well, like, isn't he? Oh, aye. Is that who Spain played as number one? No, it was another fella. I don't know if I did. It was uproar over us. That why wasn't Kappa or um, De Gea or even playing. And Jesus, he went... Arbage as well, but... He's tiny, sorry, isn't he? Tiny. Uh, um, I don't really rate De Gea much. I mean, at one point, De Gea was the best goalkeeper in the world. Exactly. But again, he just seems to have got progressively worse. I think like a lot of the tool mark is down to the wife. Do you know what I mean? His wife is like what? his wife living in Spain with the child. I think she's living in Spain with the child, the wife. Uh, you know, and that, I think that's how Mohammed wanted to get him, I think, as well, couldn't he get to see his family? It's a big effect in your mark, like isn't it? Like if you're away from your family like and stuff like that, like, you know? Jack David the hair's just sitting there he's self greeting hanging out with my wife. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> My wife's not even gone three days. My wife's not even gone three days. I've gone to the dogs. <laughs> you were in the neighborhood club fast under there, I mean, not. I'm wasting the waste of nothing. Wasting the waste of nothing. So, is, is it so uh, the next signings should be marked? Is it is it the keeper or, or the two? Left back than right back. I think right back is 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 an urgency at the moment. Right back, because missed urgent one. And so, so moving on to the next preseason game, which is against West uh, West Ham on Saturday. What changes, Mark? Do you think Andrew make, or do you think we see a team that's more than likely going to be playing on Tuesday, or will he rest players? But I don't think he rest players. I think he wants to keep up. The match fitness. I think the team maybe start Paul will be the team that's going to start on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. But I think it'll be sub- well, more January will be Jeez. will be a death miss, I think, Mark, won't they? You know? But Paul. I said uh Welch and Murray will be a death miss and I think centre back. Uh well it's good to be there too, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Really, and what, I mean there's no other to me there's no other options for it. Exactly. Uh, I would and I, I, I was asking you, Mark, where was he, John Preseason, in Lee O'Connor? So I was actually looking into this, uh, John Preseason. Like I, I, I was wondering why Lee O'Connor wasn't playing because he can play uh, right back. But before Tramere's final game against Sunderland in the in, in the final that they had, Lee received a nasty knock to his his right leg during training incident with Tramere. Uh, he returned to Celtic on the first. First of July, still recovering from this nasty 
gash I, I read to his right leg and is still injured for his, his recovery is going well. <laughs> that you're about Lana Wolf again. Yeah, she she's speaking hard too. It's a nasty gash. She just uh, it just grabs you and just goes woof. <laughs> <laughs> But he's actually injured, and that's why he's not playing, Mac. And I think if he... I, I would like to see him at right-back, actually, near Connor, but he, he... I don't know how long his recovery is. It didn't say, but... I, I was told... Uh, I was reading that it, it was a nasty gash that he had, like, and that's why he's not, not there. Now, come Saturday, now he's probably playing tomorrow, and there goes all my dairy there. <laughs> but I, I, he's definitely better than Madison, anyway. Do you know what I mean? Definitely. And even Yorahidi can play right back. And I don't know why Yorahidi wasn't playing. For a pre-friendly, you can't say, I'd prefer to see somebody try to Ralston. I mean, that's just a pre-season friendly, Paul. Well, Yorahidi played it. uh, When he made his debut, he actually came on and he was actually playing right back. And he was up and down the line. Now, you can't dislodge him for his effort, Mark, because you said that, like, he gives his all. But... It's, he's just not good enough for to be Celtic's number one right back, like you know what I mean? Oh, dear. 100%. I don't, I don't, honestly, I don't even think the lad's good enough to be our second choice. Uh, two seconds, Mark. I would just like to explain to Terence again. It's Lee O'Connor that played against Charlton. And there's Lee, there's, there's Lee O'Connor. There's two different... Lee like, O'Connor? Yeah. Lee O'Connor played against Charlton, and it's Lee O'Connor is the right back. There's two different Irish fellas in 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 the, in the Celtic line. There's Lee O'Connell, and then there's Lee O'Connor. You know. And then there's Luke O'Connell. Yeah, Luke. Sorry, Mark. Luke O'Connor, and then Lee, Lee O'Connor. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, so that's like he's actually injured. So, uh, does he start? And we we spoke about Barkas, and we we spoke a thing like. Will, will he start with Bain, do you think? Oh, I think he has to start with Barkas. Anyway, to, to show Barkas that he's... And still trusts him to be the number one. You know? I don't think there's any doubt it'll be Barkas that starts. I really... That's, I don't... Although... I mean, do, Angelo's let him know how he feels about what happened. To get, he's got... You know what I mean? It's, he'll have made his feelings known that Delton is no good enough. Mm-hmm. The players... Yeah. Again, the players... Uh, Players are let him know. Could have cost us that. You could cost us that tie. Exactly. Even stupidity, Mark. Yeah. Beat on. No, I mean to play. We want players not to be pushing about this stuff, Paul. See things exactly. like the way that Ange wants and that, and the players like doing stupid things like beat on the other night. Night bar. Yeah, Mark. Yeah, exactly. Hey, make mistakes. You know what I mean? I've seen them all, old blipper views and things like that. So they can happen. But this is continuously making that long. That's the problem, isn't it? The thing about the beaton thing is avoidable, Paul. Yeah, stupidity, Mark. That, but that's well. For me, that's what it cost us again. Because we 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 take it we take it down to ten men and we to take up a better, which we can do. And we were on top of the game. We were on top of the game at that point, Mark. We were we were running riots. I mean, the, at that point, the, like, all this road was a complete disaster and a total embarrassment for Barkas. But that just stopped up. Uh, the game's long, the game's long on the beat on scene. You know, that's, like, it sums up Celtic over the years in European football, like, these mistakes that we're constantly making, like, you know what I mean? And, like, that, that was a goal that, 
I think that was about the, one of the most dangerous shots they had in goal, really. Like, do you know what I mean? Bar, there was one that Barkas was beating and it went wide. Like, there's two teams that Barkas was beating there, Mark. Many sh- Only if that shot went wide, Mark, that would have went in goal. How many shots did they have in target? I, I didn't even look up that actual stats for the game, but... I can't even do man. It wasn't many, Mark. No, there wasn't many, Mark. Like, do you remember the shot at Monaco when the, the player took the shot outside the back and it just flew past the post? Aye. And back was beaten for that as well, Mark. If that was in target, that was in. That's one shot in target they had, Mark. They had three one shots shot. on. Uh, we had 16 shots and four in target. See, that's, you know, that's kind of learning numbers again. That, <laughs> that, <laughs> that was the only shot they had to go. But that's going down to my next point, is... Do we go a Yeti or Lee Griffiths up front uh, at West Ham and drop Edward and see what a Yeti can do? Because I was very surprised uh, that a Yeti didn't start that game. And even Michael said the last part, why play a Yeti or two pre-season and then drop him for the, the Midtjylland game, John? Uh, I know what you're saying. Can I give him running some pre-seasons if he's going to be coming in and starting? But... I don't know, maybe he just sees a lot more than Edward. Obviously, he's made a threat and he'll cause more problems and get his goals, maybe. He's had a look at a jetty in pre-season and he's kind of, he's done well, kind of put his cell a bit, maybe. Uh, obviously, some not off, he's just kind of thought, well, Edward was a better option, even though he's wanting it. Yeah, but we we said that, Mark, right? At the start of this, uh, the line-up, we said, you can see why he started Edward because of what Edward can do for you. Uh, Ed- but Edward did do it. Do you know what I mean? Well, she's a, she's a miss that he had, uh, Paul. That's what you mm-hmm. said before the game. Edward, exactly. the difference between us winning and her losing this because he, exactly. he can produce a wee bit of magic himself. When the ball fell to him and he had a chance, he, well, basically, it was, I thought that was really, really fast for him. It was, Mark, and it, and it was the same last season. Like These one and ones with the keep was like, and he hit me straight at him off. Before Edward would really dump it over Mark or try to go around the keeper or anything like that, but he, he's just not interested, Mark, is he? No. No, he's no, he's, he's not been for a long, long time. I would maybe no. start again in the morning and say to him, if you fancy your chances against this Michelin's and Wednesday, good of the day, you know what I mean? Show us what you're going to, show us what you've got. I'd like to, uh, I, want, I want to see Griffiths tomorrow. You know, and, and that's the honest truth, because uh, he, he, was, he was in the squad um, on Tuesday night, Mark, and he was warming up. Like, Griffiths could be fit. Like, we don't know what condition Griffiths did, Mark, because he was going through pre-season, Mark, and he was by himself even before the team came back in the gyms, getting himself ready. Like, so maybe Griffiths is actually fit. Like, and I'd be thought to have Griffiths or Yeti up front tomorrow rather than Edward, or even for next week, Mark. I think because Michael said it, Mark, do you think Griffiths or yes, he would miss that chance last week that Edward had? You know? No, probably no, no. You know? Oh, see, Griffiths is just... I've said it. I've said it. I've said it. I think he's just becoming your harsh on his work. Sorry, negativity. I've just been a lot of bad grit. I've stuck up from under things now. When I just like him as a player overall. And just, uh, he's definitely a thing else. Just a lot of negativity and bad press. Mm-hmm. And as I said earlier as well, to me then he's missed out. Whether he's been training himself, he's not been working with the players, learning the tactics and stuff like that. Paul, no, I mean, a, for me he's missed a right bit chunky pre-season against him. Exactly, true. He knows up to speed even with Angie's message as the rest of the players that have been with him all along because he missed the, the, the two or three weeks. So what do we do? 
like that's that's the West Ham game. Look, there's only pre season. I'm not going to dwell on the pre season much because like, there's a more important game next Wednesday. But kind of, that kind of the atmosphere. Yeah. Exactly. And to have the fans back, Mark, and the nice to have the fans back. Yeah, exactly. David, so, you'll be stoning there, missed the eye, thinking of the chances you missed and not. David Morris is probably hoping to piece of Lawrence there to get a job uh, when he retires from West Ham five years' time. I think you've probably fell out after Fatham when he gave Lennon the job in the shower. No, but. Now, Mark, you're, you're confident we have enough in the time to beat Meech then next Wednesday, are you? Uh, I think so. Uh, I'm a pretty confident, no, no, arrogantly confident, but I think we've got enough in the tank to get by them. We, um, even the draw get made, Paul, we said it was the best draw we could have. Best draw we could guess. So I think, I do, I think we'll, we've got enough to get by them. I said that all along, that it was the best draw we could get, and we should get past them. Mm. Uh, John? Ah, I'm confident as well. I just think as uh, weeks go on, uh, every week, every game, we're just going to get more better, more fluent, more fit on. Uh, the jigsaw is just going to come together. Uh, and I think we're going to be right up for it next Wednesday. And it's a good thing it's a way goal, doesn't it, count anymore? It's something not really worry about either. But I think. Uh, they can't. You know what? I think that's the best thing, Mark, is because Meachland can't sit back now at home. No. Do you know what I mean? Put 11 men behind the ball. It's just not in each. It's not. Yeah, ah, it's just a one half game in it, basically. It's that's just... what it's come down to a one half game. For me, earlier, Paul, up until Beaton gets sent off, we were controlling the game. Even when he did get sent off, we were controlling the majority of the game. Mikey had watched them last week and said they were garbage and they were no great shakes, really. And Chief Celtic, if Beaton had stayed on, we'd have been getting a couple of goals at a cushion and nobody would be, oh, what's going to happen? We're here and that. Yeah, that's my next point. Is uh, for me, Mark. I I think we've enough in the tank, right, to, to attack them and get goals. But the main thing for me, Mark, is next Tuesday is is individual concentration. You know, not make these silly mistakes that we did, like Bison losing the the head like that and, and stuff like that. And I I don't think our younger players, Mark, would would do that. Like, but. Concentration at the back mark needs to be a hundred percent next right. next winter. Really, I mean, not just that mark, even for Barkas, like it has to be a hundred percent. And we can't do these individually because they could, as you said, Mark, like these mistakes can cost. And we've seen it before, Mark. These mistakes cost second times, or they cost us in games in Europe. But you know, even Dunny, it's going to come down to guys like Soro, McGregor, even Turnbull come to back and help. But don't be. As we said, it's going to be Welsh and Murray. But I keep forgetting that boy's name. It's going to be the two central defenders. Prop Alston at right back and The midfielders are going to need to do their job and help them out and cover for them. Mm-hmm. But again, attack's the best for me. Do you know what I mean? Get, get into best for me. Yeah, that's his policy, Mark. Keep, yeah. said it before the game the other night. See if we keep them in the back foot and their half. And protect the defence. We were going. We would have beat them. So we've got, that's what, we've got to do that again. And keep. But that's what they were doing, Mark. Weren't they? Do you know what I mean? We were. We were. We were defending from the top. Do you know what I mean? We were attacking them from the top. Like you know what I mean? If you keep them pinned back, the young lads in the defence aren't going to be under any pressure. And there won't be these. You know what I mean? There'll be wee breaks and things like that. You always get the odd chance. And as you say, keep the individual. Just keep their concentration and doing their job. So when I was doing up my um, 
my note last night, I, I, I watched um, Ange's uh, pre-match uh, interview. He said his players weren't prepared fully for the game, and that was down to him. He stated that this will never happen again, and he we will be more prepared for the second leg next Wednesday. Uh, if this wasn't prepared, in my opinion, Mark, like from what we saw last season, and if we're fully prepared for next week, I can't imagine the way we're going to, like, going to be next week. Because like, he said they weren't prepared. We weren't prepared fully. And like, that was a totally different team to what we saw last season. And that wasn't fully prepared. Do you know what I mean? He's got the guts to come out and make that. Yeah, I admit he came out and he said, Mark, that they weren't fully prepared for the for the game. And, and, and he said, that's down to him. But he said, we prepared for next Wednesday. And and I guarantee you that we prepared for next, and you never see a Celtic team not fully prepared for a game. Do you know what I mean? You know, I just I think Mark this fellow comes out and just says the right thing, like do you know what I mean. And what he says definitely says the right things, but you know, actions speak louder than words, Paul. Exactly, Mark. But at least he's uh, the point. That at least he's admitting to Mark that but, he didn't have him prepared the way he wanted him to have prepared. I know that could be down to fucking. Things carrying on from last season, Mark, that he's still trying to fix, you know what I mean? It could be that, it could be Abida just getting into the club and playing the game. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He only arrived a couple, the day, the morning before the game. Exactly. Days before the game, right? We didn't think he was registered to play and he was starting. We started. So he's. But that's another player that's going to be prepared and walk with Ange. Maybe that's what yeah. it's meaning we weren't that prepared because we could play Abida and he'd only been in the country a couple of days and things like that. Mm hmm. I think the, the the main thing as well, and, and Terence was saying it, is that we don't pick up any injuries tomorrow, Mark, as well, because the squad is so kind of depleted. Not depleted, I won't say depleted, but we're lacking some areas in, in defence, especially that no tackles going like we saw Dembele uh, at the weekend there, Mark, at the Preston game. You know what I mean? I think you know? managers will. That's plenty of managers saying to tell their players before the game and that. Look, that's a pre-season friendly. Don't it was a nasty tackle, Mark, wasn't it? That was, that was, like, was. Uh, for, 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 I, don't, I don't imagine David Moyes telling his players to get stuck in. Exactly, because they don't want to get injured either, Mark, because they're... Injured, yeah, exactly. It's still a pre-season friendly to them. Mm-hmm. I mean, these Charlton players... That was Charlton game, wasn't it? Maybe. Yeah, Probably the biggest was it Preston? No. Preston, yeah. Challenging the belly. Oh, that was Charlton, yeah. That was the training ground, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Aye, but that's probably Celtic's probably the biggest cup half the players have ever played again. Yeah. I mean trying to sort of try to show off a wee bit and I I just felt I just felt bad for the Mark, do you know what I mean? Because when I was when I was talking to you and and I told you when that he was the happiest that he was at Celtic for two years due to the fact that he was playing football, he had a great chap, the manager, the manager knows he wants to play football, and he wants to play the way Ange plays football, and I was getting all excited to see him next season, do you know what I mean, and, and I think he would have played uh, last Tuesday, Mark, if he was fit, do you know what I mean, and I think that was the fact maybe Abidak could have been thrown in the defence as well, Mark, because he actually had no one on the ice, do you know what I mean, you know? Well, it may have been, that may have been something to do with it. You know, I mean, it was it was a terrible challenge for a friendly game. You know, what I mean, uh, and there's not he he don't know why. Like, man, it's not just he's going to be coming back. He, he could be out for a month or two. That the 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 the, 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 the tackle was that bad. Like, you know what I mean, 
he said he needs a bit of recovery to do what I'm hearing from it like, you know. So John, obviously you you think we we've enough in the tank and, and we we'll beat these, but the the defence and concentration as well. I said to Mark, it, it really is a big thing that needs to be sorted by the players that we can't be making these mistakes again all the time. Ah, uh, definitely. It's obviously something to obviously look at as well. But uh, overall, I don't think it, like. There was any big major mistakes apart from beating them back if they just they had two mistakes kinda of let the whole team down. But overall the way we played our team is brilliant and I thought the defence played well as well, just set for beating's mistake. But uh just I'm really confident going into this and uh, just there was no stupid mistakes at the back, I think we'll be through. I think the two lads will handle it well, Mark, I think well to Murray because when when Murray came on, like he was going to ground. With, with tackles like you know, I mean, I wouldn't see Bison do that because Bison be afraid in case he get injured. No, do you know what I mean? Uh, Beaton, you know, no nonsense, kind of centre half. Yeah, you know, I I I I feel comfortable as well myself. I think it were a much faster teams than Moselle Mark. You know, I mean, we, we start out when we was level level, we were much faster than them. You know, it's it it'll, it'll come down to Mark. Uh, it's Celtic. Don't 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 make a freaking mistake at the back. I think, you know, because there was no real goal threat in the box bar that Barkas uh, error and uh, one shot that went right that was that Barkas was beaten. So it's going to come down to Barkas and individual errors back that we need to we need to cut cut out. You know. Wait, Shane Duffy's not playing this game anymore, is he? What? Shane Duffy's not playing in this game anymore, is he? No, he's not. You're on about Shane Duffy, fam. What? Are you on about Shane Duffy, fam? Jesus Christ, I didn't even mention him. You see the Barkas mistake, Danny thinks uh, Bain would have saved that. Do you think he'd have done no, a lot better? No, I don't know. I don't know because, mate, do you know what? Because I saw that last season, we saw, and even Jonas said that as well to us, Mark, like, the ball was flying up. Bain's head as well, like, and he was only flapping up on, like, even when there was a shot coming at Bain's head there, towards Bain's head, it was just going over his hands. Uh, so, I, I, I don't... Well, Bain wouldn't have stopped that either, probably, just... I think it was Mark... It, it, he... Barkas wasn't able to read the flight of the ball, and I explained that to you, Mark, that that ball was aimed to the back post for a defender to come in and maybe hit, because that wasn't a shot, and I know, I know for a fact it wasn't a shot, Mark. I mean, that ball was aimed back for the people at the back post who was coming in, either to head it back in towards goal or head into goal. And Barkas should be able to read the game, Mark, that if a ball's coming over, he's head ten, nine times out of ten, Mark, there's going to be a defender in behind you to receive the ball at the back post. And he should, he, I do think, Mark, he should even uh, punch this or, 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 or got his hands away the Mark, because... You have to like think the unexpected as a goalkeeper, Mark. You know, it's like driving. Always expect the unexpected. And that was the unexpected, Mark, that there was a defender behind Barkas and he should have dented that ball before that ball went over his head. You know? And you say expect unexpected, but it's not as if Barkas has been like standing one no, post. No, no. What, 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 what I say is expect unexpected. But it was no, what I say is throat. What I mean by expect unexpected, Mark, was a defender coming in the back. Do you get me? Aye, aye. I do you know what I mean? That backer should have dealt with that ball. Do you know what I mean? Even if, even if there was a defender coming in, 
on the back at the back end, Paul. The ball it was going down his throat. It was straight. Yeah, and his hands. The feet. Head height. The feet caught that. It didn't matter if it was a defender coming in at the back. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. He should have. He, he should have definitely caught it. Punched it. Whatever. But it was just like he's a tall keeper, Mark. When Barkas isn't small, like he's he's tall, he's lanky. Do you know what I mean? Just you know, I, I stop. Like he, he's hand. Mark, when 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 Barkas jumps, Mark, he he's full length, Mark. There should be no one winning the ball against Barkas because he saw how I said where he jumps with his hands off. Do you know what I mean? Eight foot high. Yeah. Do you know, like it was a big error, and that's why that's what I'm saying about Barkas, Mark. Is he not able to read the flights of the ball? Do you know what I mean? That's that's what I'm thinking, Mark. Is he not able to read the the flights of the ball? Like, you know, because I because that's that's what it came down to the flights of the ball. He guys, like, I would say his timing was all wrong, really, because he was out, Mark, and the ball was coming at him. Do you know what I mean? Do you know, and then it just fucking went out, went to his, I went to him. I I actually can't explain it. It was that oh, stupid, like. Aye, because he's. See, if you watch it, for me, his arms are in perfect position. Mm-hmm. And, then and they kind of went down on him and back. Aye, aye. The other night as well, did they think he was going to go by the post? So just left it? Yeah, but that's my... That, that was, that, that's what we was thinking. But that makes then, it even worse if he doesn't... That makes it even worse, because... That, that makes it even worse, because what I was doing to Denmark, nine times out of ten, is the defender, they're running in. Do you know what I mean? You know, at the back post. And then if it goes there, you would expect your defenders to deal with it. But Roy King, Denmark, would give that opinion that your keeper should have dealt with this, not the defender. Oh, you know? I, well, I agree with that. Keeper, the keeper had to deal with it, and he just, for one reason or another, he just didn't. He? That, that's what, like, Terence is saying there. Like, it's like, he's, it's like he puts his hands down behind his head or something like that. Like, and and that, that, that's the concern I have for the Mark, is that He's not learning, like, you know what I mean? These are... You're saying he maybe doesn't see the fight, but maybe, maybe it's, that's what I'm saying, Paul, doing his positioning. His yeah. positioning sense, he doesn't, he doesn't actually know where he is at his area, kind of thing. Do you know what? Yeah, it was the same with the shot, Mark. That, that shot that went wide, he was beaten for that. Do you mean he was beaten for that, like? You know, like, if that goes to a penalty shootout, like, Jesus Christ, does he know he can use his hands in the penalty shootouts? There's a lack of body movement off him as well, he's just kind of, as opposed to the spot, just his arm just kind of moved a wee bit. Like, I, I would think, like, fucking Barkas should have brilliant agility because he's so thin and he's so flexible, do you know what I mean? Like, Barkas should be able to get any ball off, move his body, any any kind of way, he, he should be so flexible because of his physique, like, you know what I mean? Van der Sar, yeah, yeah. Van der Sar, physique and that. that. That's physique, Mark, like, you know what I mean? Like, he, he should be able to move his body, like, you know, you know but, uh, I, I don't know, I, I think Mark, Barker says a lot to prove next Wednesday, and if he's not on his game, Mark, and he will be targeted next week, like, we saw that, Mark, uh, near the end of the game, when they had their corners, they were up on top of Barker, so, he, if he, he's going to be targeted uh, next week with high balls as well, I think Barker's Definitely. Uh, he'll be him and Ralston will be that'll be the weak links in the team that they'll try to exploit. Mhm. You know, balls can pumped into the box for all other place probably right down Barkas's throat and see exactly. him. Exactly. Yeah. 
So, and you saw a glimpse of it already, Mark, in, in the first leg when, when when they were taking their corners, like they were on top of Barkers, like so they know already, like that Celtic's keeper is is weak, and they would have got some information. I remember before this game about Barkers. Do you know what I mean? Because you scout your opponents. Uh, I don't know that he's fought no been exactly any kind of confidence or that for a long time. You know, and like Dean isn't better, and Hazard isn't better either, Mark. Do you know what I mean? Do you know what I mean? Hazard flopped the balls as well, Mark, the high balls. Like, you know, like, you can't really compare Hazard to one because he's still young and he's still kind of long the game. Like, you know, but like 21 years of age, 22 years of age, Mark, Hazard should be pushing as well by now, shouldn't he? Uh, he should be pushing or he should be somewhere alone. Yeah. Still playing games every week. You know, at that, that stage you now that he needs to be playing every week or he's never going to. He's not going to progress. You're not going to just progress with training at that age. You need to be games every week. Ross Doohan went to Dundee United near the end of last season. Even Seagulls got injured, didn't he? Uh-huh. And Mickey Manley no one's to sign him. I'm known for Charmere. So Mickey Manley obviously knows that there's probably great potential in, in Ross Doohan. And I don't know his age. I, I haven't looked Ross up. Like, but what is he, Mark? 19, 20, younger or 21? Or, I don't know. Ross Doohan? Just checking out, Paul. You know, like, surely, like, maybe he can, I, I, I know, he's a bit... 23. 23, Mark. So, like, how old is Barker? 24, 25? Oh, he's, old, he's about 27 or 28, Paul. 27, 28. Bain is on the same age, so am I. But they should be peaking, Mark, in... Back in, 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 in 27. Yeah, so Bain is about the same age, so, wouldn't they? Like, Mark, he should be... Peak, you know, at that age, 27 years of age, and he should be making the same mistakes that he's making got all ben, the time. Got Ben's 29. Yeah. Yeah, that's... And like, he's fallen into the beaton category now, isn't he? And the keeper mark, a keeper mark now, is that he's prime at that age. Uh, Do you mean, you're learning the game more, you're prime at that t- 27, up towards your 30s and stuff, that you start, you start priming. Jonas Barkas isn't... Is making these mistakes at 27 years of age and stuff like that. I I really can't see him stop making these mistakes or learn from him. No. No, I, I can't see it. I said, didn't he me with confidence? Yeah, so if he's going to be starting on Wednesday, I'm going to be a bit nervous. Obviously, they didn't show some goal in that. But it is like it, it does like it actually. I think with the positions that we have now, John, uh, the goalkeeper actually gives me nerves. Anytime now there's a shot and goal. It just gives you nerves, like, don't just... Ah, that's only, that's only position I'm really worried about, you know. Obviously, going into this game, because Barkis sees a lot of big errors in him. So, uh, it's cost us a game, obviously, the other day. It was, obviously, I know we need right back, but I can maybe persevere with Alston for a game or two, obviously. Exactly, but, that's not your... That, 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 uh, I see the keepers, the But, you know, like, I know we see it, like, and think, like, and... Some some pundits like Paul Robson, the the ex England international Premier League player, was it Leeds? He was with as well before Leeds and Tottenham. Was it Paul Robson? Uh, he played he played for Leeds once. Leeds had that good team. Can you teams? He was with one team. Was with a few teams. Spurs as well. Why is it Spurs? Leeds. Spurs. Leeds. Blackburn. Blackburn. Ah, Blackburn. Like he was even see but do you think? Was he John Parks? Have he Blackburn? Blackburn. Yeah, he's gone to Blackburn. Yeah, there was a uproar. I was talking to. Like Monica was translating to me to her dad. I was talking to him there uh, yesterday about Mark and Sky. 
and uh, like uh, Ross uh, uh, gutted with him, disgusted with him that he's leaving. Oh, what is it? Yeah, disgusted with him that he's after breaking his. He, he actually asked to be removed from his contract. You know that they didn't want him to go. You know, so they're actually disgusted with him. More. And I mean, like you're talking about real hardcore Polish fans, no mark for Lego Ross or no like these fans are hardcore. Like you think uh, you see Celtic culture there, like see the Celtic culture, see the the Lego Warsaw ultras, but and I, and I mean it, man. Different kept the fish off together. I remember, uh, Monica's dad was telling me there was um, Lego Warsaw and um, Lek Poznan, there were the two main rivals over there, Mark, you know? And there was another 16 matches years ago, and there was no there was no um, senior match on. So the two ultras came down to the under 16s match, and they started lighting the flares on the sidelines of the under 16. The match had to be abandoned, and the fans started kicking the show with the other side pitch, with the under 16 goals, and with their parents started going. They're real hardcore fans of their mark. I had a hand with Celtic Rangers, James, a couple of years ago. That was a resolves game, wasn't it? Yeah. All the ultras had turned up the Green Brigade, and I'd my pyros and everything going mad. That, that would happen with the Colts game, Mark, when we play Rangers, I said. The, the, the ultras will, will, will go down there. You know, I don't know. That'll be a sellout. That'll be a Do you think if there's. Have, have many fans been going to the first match? Do you know how many fans been. I know the first game was away. But you know, fans that travelled down, Mark, there were, was there many supporters? I've not. Well, I don't. What's the situation with Covid and that as well? I think so, yeah. See, it's different. But then. Because the, 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 their stadiums are really kind of amateur stadiums as well, Mark, aren't they? Oh, Sorry? They have to, all, the, all the stadiums in Scotland, Paul, they're just dead wee. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's basically, I mean, they're probably, they're talking, most of the stadiums in Scotland are like the same kind of level as Division 3 down in England. Mm-hmm. You've got like the Celtic Rangers, Aberdeen, Hibson, you get down to the smaller clubs and that. Okay. Like here, Mark, with Park City and stuff like that. Falkirk Stadium last week, Paul. I oh, know, yeah, do you know, yeah, I just saw me, Jonas put one up there on his Twitter page, and that was a nice little setup when I saw what Jonas was putting around. Nice setup, and, you know, I, I'd have to give credit to, to Falkirk there, but Mickey, like, you know, credit to you, Mark, into Falkirk, you know? Right, you know? Apart, they've no get, they've got like three stands, they're still missing one. And what does that hold then, roughly? Yeah, same here as Cox City, so Mark, uh, 8,000, you know, that, that's what we have here. And you know what? Those kind of stadiums, Mark, they, they they give off a good vibe when they're full because you're so near the pitch. Do you know what I mean? You know, it's it's you don't have, like, all these big stadiums now, Mark. You're, you're away from the pitch. Like, you know, like, look at Tottenham Hospitals. Oh, yeah. No, West Ham. West Ham. So West Ham are freaking miles away from the pitch now since they went into... And it, 
Was it Optin Park was there a stadium like before that, was it? Aye, Optin Park. That was the crack of a stadium. Right, 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 yeah. Each other there. Crack of a stadium. But Castles like that, you're right on top of the parking lot in Tyne Castle. Whereas mm. Hamden, Hamden's mere... Do you feel as if you're miles away from the game? Hamden has the fucking the running track around it, mate. No matter where you're sitting in Hamden, you still feel as if you're miles away from the park. It's not That's stadium at horrible. Uh, I've been there a few times, I hate it. I just I hate what the games are. And what's Murrayfield like then, just for instance, then? What's Murrayfield like? Are you, away, are you up, up, around the, up around the pitch there? Murrayfield's a better uh, stadium for football than Hamden is. So Hamden Saws, the, the like Scotland's your your football's national stadium Saws is a Murray Field then it's a rugby is it yeah aye aye you know because thinking I I I I heard a few things right I, see be honest Paul Scotland doesn't need a national stadium no well we what we have here Mark we have um, share in Lansdowne Road with the rugby and um, the football we share. And it's only the rugby that's still because our football are they're going into dire straits, Mark, with, with soccer over here, national team. Like. But it's the rugby that fills it out, Mark. The rugby, right? Scotland should do something like that. Share it, yeah. To, like, yeah. Put a national stadium, see somewhere between like Glasgow and Edinburgh and Aberdeen up the Chukter territory and that. Find a that's kind of central to everybody and, that, and share that. That's and to share it then, like, because. Ah, it's not really fair names in Vernesco, isn't it? He comes in for games, like travel. No. In the final, then, like the... Find a triangle, kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. Join in the middle, where it's... If you're into rugby, you're into football, you're just making the same journey. Ah, uh, just... Back then, right? Right, for, right good stadium, but... For, for amateur sport, right? The GA here, right? The amateur sport here. You've stayed... And, and Terence will tell you this, man. You've stayed up here in Ireland... Parky Creeve, Craw Park, you Stemple Stadium, they hold about thirty, forty thousand. Like Craw Park uh, holds about eighty thousand. Uh, Parky Creeve is cut is cut football and and hardest stadium. Actually, you only did look recently about about three years ago. That holds about sixty thousand, and that's an amateur sport. You know, and there and 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 a lot of no Mac no the stadiums they know that are that are run down and they're old like but. The newer ones, by their state of the art stadiums, by you know, and that's an amateur sport. There's still a lot of money in that, is there? Oh, Jesus, that's, yeah, that's the, 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 the GA mark are making the box by the GA, but the players, the players don't get paid for us. Uh, but you can see where the money's came from, you can see where the money's going. Yeah, that's that's it. That's what I mean. I've really I, I remember, um, business, uh, what's his name, uh, Chris Kamara, and um. The, what's the fellas that be with him, man? Richard Keyes, that Richard Keyes, is it? That be with Chris Kamara? No, is I it? So no. Jeff Sterling. Jeff Sterling, yeah, they came over here to the GA and stuff like that, and they actually couldn't believe that the GA players weren't getting paid for such a professional sport because it is professional, man. You're, they're professional athletes, but they're amateur players. You get me? Uh, I know what you mean. They need to be a power of training. They need to be big, tough guys. You know what I mean? You've them get paid. I just maybe something somebody's need to look into because there is a hell of a lot of money in there. Oh, well, even Terence was saying there at his local stadium there for Limerick footballers and how that holds forty thousand, like you know. Oh, be well worth seeing, Mark. Like if if you're ever over now and to, to actually go to see a GA match live, and 
Like it's it's different watching it on the the TV and, and stuff like that. When you when you see GA match live back and you and you see how fast these players are especially the hard the mind football, but the hard match, these fellas are, are unbelievable athletes like they, they really are like you know, really skilled athletes, Mark. That's what they are the horrors. One is you know? one is the other age, eh, I've known a few of that young lad, about 15 or 16, a wee man United fan, he's not a big fan, champ of that town or something like that, but he's found that his brother played for that G8 hurling and stuff at like county level or these court county mm-hmm. level, is that what you used to mm-hmm. he, level, yeah. he used to talk about it and his brother used to like train with him and things like that and he's like, oh, training with so and so and I'm killing myself, man. And the, he used to talk about that. It's yeah. Five days a week, Mark. Yeah. professional level. Yeah, no five. And these fellas, like, are, are going to work during the day, like, coming back then. And they, like, they, they might get a car out, like we say. Some, some car company would sponsor some here, Mark. You know what I mean? And something like that. Yeah, exactly. But we backhander here and there, but nowhere near the kind of level. No. But what they do, like, is. And, and not getting not, not getting paid for it, Mark. Like, it, it could be such a rich sport, you know what I mean? Um, you know, and especially you know, with Sky being involved, Mark, and all that money's going to the GA, do you know what I mean? John, you know? John will tell you here, we've got like, we, we call amateur football teams in that, and there's wee daft backhanders to get the best players into their team in that. But they, they, these wee amateur clubs, they don't have millions behind them, do you know what I mean? That's the thing about GA, the money's there behind it, they're just not passing it down the line. They show a lot of, a lot of, there my county level clubs like that, like my local club, there are Bishopstown and stuff like that. Like you see them Sundays, Mark, doing fundraisers up in your local dons, like backpacking there to get raise money and stuff like that. Like and second, and then you have the other side, but then you have the FEI then who prefer to have a football club go bust rather than help them out. Limerick there last season went bust and the the, the FEI didn't even entertain them. Just let them go bust. You know, didn't even the FBI nearly went busted, you know. Oh yeah, that that that's a we uh, we do be researching that, Mark, and, and and we'll actually do a pod because that story boy, is just unbelievable, Mark. Really, you're talking about backhanders. There's no backhanders like the FBI, but I tell you that. Our our head um, chief executive of, of of our football, Damien Damien Delaney. Absolutely, thank you the name there. He he was one of the most highest paid. Chief executive Maxine Warren for such and, and our grassroots and uh, our national team is and shit. Do you know what I mean? And this fellow was taking in money there like there was no tomorrow, but oh, believe like that's not finished like that. That's not like he's off kneeling at the moment. Well, he won't come back here, but that's uh, something to get into, like you know. That's Jimmy. We speak about like God, fans and things like that, Paul. That's always my, that's my kind of concern. Always comes down to egos and if a, a paid post for somebody, or they'll make up a paid. You know, exactly. That's the kind of I'm talking because organisations. Yeah. There comes a point when ego and money comes into it. You need business and business things, don't you? No matter. No matter. No matter how you get in point is going to come down to money. And like, prestige, all right, who's going to be your spokesman on the board? 
I'm always wary about these kind of things. There's always something dodgy going on in the back. Exactly. Ah, money drops somewhere down the line, doesn't it? Money always crops somewhere down the line, doesn't it? Aye. Because I was reading, Mark, and I was asking the fellow, I was like, for instance, that you actually brought up, if you only came into the subject, I was talking to a fellow last week, and this fellow is, uh, he's one of the stores managers I went to, and he's a big lobby man, knowing we were talking about how how the rugby in, in Ireland is still strong, Mark, because they have a structure there. Do you know what I mean? It's just, it's just a different professionalism, the rugby in Ireland to, to the soccer, you know? And he was telling me about Damon Delaney that years and years ago, his father was on the, the FEI board as well, and he got sacked for dwindling in money, right? Okay? And then his son, many years later, came to the fucking chief executive of the FEI, knowing that his father got sacked. That's what Scotland's like, isn't it, Joy? It's like a domino effect, Mark, isn't it? It follows down, like, that's, you know, and... That's, that's, that's the exact same kind of idea that goes on in Scotland, isn't it, Joy? It's like jobs for the boys out here. Yeah. Ah, oh, that's what it's like, isn't it? It's like, so you know, it's not like, you know, it's so you know. Out like, here, rug, rugby's a kind of middle-class kind of sport. Mm-hmm. Whereas football, kind of, as it's kind of looked down on, it still is. Uh, I've played rugby, I've played rugby, it's very good. It's, yeah, I've played rugby. If, if, one, if one fella goes down, man. Charity rugby match, John? No, it was years ago, I was, I was looking for a job, and uh, obviously I got put on a course, it was with Sky Sports, they were doing a documentary. They go all over the country every year to help people get into work, and uh, done that for uh, rugby, they based on rugby, and it was like uh, Will Greenwood and Scott Cornell, all rugby players, they were kind of coaching us, and that. we played some games and stuff, and I had some there that was helping us find work now. It was quite good. It was a documentary with Sky Sports. It's called School of Hard Knocks. Is it like that? Yeah, it'll be on YouTube. But... I'll get that dog out and get it on the forum. I remember. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm only the intro on it, so I'm after that. You know when you're in you know, you school and you kind of play every sport, it was just not to get in the class, you know, so I joined my youth hard size and being out like, you know, so. I joined the uh, school rugby team anyway, you know, and we went out playing a match and I was starting and I saw the size like this fella now, there's huge sound, there's huge, like, you know what I mean? And this fella was about two tonne size of me and he was marking me, the ball wasn't even kicked, like, fake the knees straight away came off, I wasn't going tackling that size of fella. I n- never went back to him rugby again, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Like. That is school. No? Oh, see, when I was at school, you'd have played football. Badminton, a chess. That was, and if you were chess, you played badminton. These things that you. That, I you extra curricular things. I played badminton, Mark. I was good at badminton. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, chess as well. I mean, playing that. Yeah, I was in a chess. I played in the chess club, but no, because I was scared. Uh, we, <laughs> <laughs> we had a wee chess club in primary. Friday afternoon, the Janet took it. It was quite good. Uh, yeah, shall I get you have a bit? Parents say the second young ones, they're the lights out there. My school never had a rugby club. No, a rugby team. Ah, just football. Here now, Mark, you have, in, in school now, right, you would have a soccer team, right? So mostly, like, the, you'd have a group of, a, a group of boys, like my group now, you'd have, we, we would play the football, we'd play the Gaelic, and we'd play the Harlan. And then you the second group, then like the, the the bigger lads fucking who couldn't play because they were so fast, they played the rugby. 
but then you had like tennis then like there's so much now like for for kids to do like and it's just a shame that they're just glued to the television or playing their playstation now like you know what I mean you could play tennis at school yeah tennis yeah you if you had nets you, if went, you had nets you must have went to a grammar school <laughs> no if you had nets I'm saying if you had nets <laughs> some days you didn't have rackets you do so you have you went to a snobby school haven't you admit it <laughs> me Martin, come on, John, tennis. You, 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 Martin, come, you come over to my place now and uh, you'll ask the people about the, we, we used to call it the calm. Uh, Jesus, man. We used to be outside smoke with the teachers and everything on our lunch breaks, like, you know? But it's totally different. But they're different times, like. One time, save it as if you were a wee opposite smoking and that. Did you play tennis at school? I didn't um, play tennis. I didn't play tennis. You still still played tennis. They did, yeah. They did tennis. There was a basketball team there. There was... I think you need you know, to play Hamilton. You played tennis with Sir Andy Murray grew up. That's about 45 miles away. And I say, he was probably the only one in that school, like say, playing tennis like that. I've never really heard any difference other than football here. When you hit secondary school, so the trials, you've got a lot of people here. And what's that sport then you play? Um... It's like hockey, is it called shinty or something, is it? What's that? Oh, that's something that took tough territories in that. That's just hockey. Is it just is it just hockey with a different stick, basically? I don't know. Only that's what I mean, it's like doing this end of the country, John, isn't it? There's nothing there's nothing like that down here, isn't there? No. No, it's just oh, no, it's always football, but they just plays football every time. Uh, never learned anything else. It's like, honestly, Paul, when it comes to things like the Olympics and or the Commonwealth Games and that, I don't know where they find these people. Yeah. See, what I, these people never, do you know what I mean? These people never went to normal schools in the places like Lanarkshire and Glasgow and things like that. If you're, if you're playing tennis in the Olympics or Wimbledon, you didn't go to like Holy Cross and Hamilton. I don't know what it's like you now, do you know what I mean, it's more modern, but back in the day when I was at school, Paul, honestly, there was there was nothing different from football, eh, badminton, and one of the boys, he was a couple of years older than me, eh, what was his name, David Gilmer, he, I think he's actually the president of the Scottish Badminton Association or something like that now, but that was, that was your choice, there was no, see, even, if you were anything else, you had to go outside the school to do that. There was no country mm. to learn other sports. I mean, PE was nonsense. Was, yeah. PE, they, they, I, I used to remember the... Did you do the bleed test as well, John PE? Was it so that you had to beat the bell or something to get to the opposite side, like that, the bleed test? You know? Oh, daft things like doing handstands off a gymnastics horse and stuff like that. I would, do you mean even like that though? Like, do you remember being a kid, like, and you'd have about 20 of your friends, like, they go down to a green and you'd all play a game of soccer, like, you know what I mean? You don't even see that no more, like, you know, you don't see a group of kids playing a game of football anymore, really. So, you know, that, ah. it's all computer now, John, isn't this? Ah, you know? I'll just, just on just playing computers. Uh, my big cousin, uh, I was at a game last Sunday, his wee boys, I was just kind of trying to get him into his football more than that, got him to join teams and, uh, he was up till 5 in the morning, man, time, playing that's a cod or something. Uh, he's about 9 year old. Aye, uh, he's up in his bed still, about 1 during the day, and I was actually then still sleeping. He's up to 5 in the morning, playing the computer. 
Since he woke up, he's back on it again. My wee nieces, wee boys like that, just sleeps on all day and he's up all night on it. Not much, well, back in the holidays and that. The Covid thing didn't help them all. Sure, these uh, things are like no, that. No, they're stuck in, Mac. Yeah, exactly. They're stuck in, like, and that's it then, like, uh, you know. Yeah, I was never in the house when I was younger. I was uh, first thing and come back in and it's just getting dark. You were out in the rob. Aye. <laughs> 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 you don't even see just young people just hanging about. And just, no. You know what I mean? You get down to a park and there's no like crowds of them sitting with carry and things like that now either. Nah, I don't see all that anymore. I don't know. It's kind of quiet in the streets now. Everybody's on the house, isn't it? Social media and computers and stuff like that. It's just, I'm not into computers. I kind of prefer a bit about so, that's it for tonight, lads. I uh, think we're all fairly confident for next Wednesday. Uh, on my time. Some of a biscuit spoke with that two years, didn't it? Exactly. <laughs> so, thanks to John tonight and to you guys in the live chat. As you know, this show was sponsored by Manscaped. If you're sitting here sweating in your midsection, why not shave your bits while you're listening to these two kids on the Balls and Bobbit podcast? Manscaped, 20% off, uh, 20% off, free shipping with, with any products, but all code Celtic Rumors TV at manscaped.com, proud sponsor of Celtic Rumors TV, where the big boys hang out. For myself, thanks again, lads. Cheers, Mark. Uh, thanks very much, Paul, for everything you do, helping me set everything up and that. John, brilliant again as usual. Thanks a lot for joining us. And everybody in live chat, hope you've enjoyed the last couple of hours. If you're not subscribed, please remember and hit the like button. Hail, hail, God bless. Good night. Good night. That was good, wasn't Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This episode of the Boz and Bovril podcast was originally broadcast on the Celtic Rumours TV YouTube channel.